Yo. Maybe mic sensitivity. So now, are we broadcasting? Right now? What do you mean? Are we broadcasting to like a... Or are we just recording ourselves talking? We're just recording ourselves talking. Oh, wow. That's spectacular. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Suddenly the dynamic shifts. I'm gonna... Right? Yeah. How do I pause this shit? I just want to make sure like it sounds okay. I hit okay. the black square. Are we live? Yeah, man. We're live. <sighs> Suddenly I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. It's like you have a microphone in front of your face, and you can <laughs> see that it's going and picking up your voice, and you're like, oh exactly. shit. I think oh, we, already, we already talked about all the good talking points. Yeah. Well, I'll start with something. Yeah. I'll start with something. So the other day I was driving back from Walmart. Yeah. And um, now I drive a Honda Element 2006, right? Yeah. A little block, QB car. I could go camping in if, in if I like. Is there still the lights up in the back? Do you have the little twinkle lights oh, in the back no, of it? Oh, no. You know, that's when I was a meth head. Oh, yeah. No, I had twinkle lights in my Honda Element when I was addicted to meth. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. But... <laughs> Um, those are no longer there. They're out of order. Damn. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, how did you power them? How were they powered? With batteries. Oh. And the battery pack was conveniently stowed away in the, um, attache apartment, compartment in the top of the car. It's, it's oh, very, I remember it's a very that. Yeah, yeah, car. Yeah, remember it's that. a very nice little slot on the top where you should put CDs, but I put drugs and also batteries. Nice. Yeah, so, I'm coming back from Walmart. <laughs> And this guy's driving like a Ford Fusion, one of the newer ones. It kind of looks like a cop car. He's got the black, the black rims with like the silver hubcap, and he speeds right up next to me. And I'm like, all right, what's this fucker doing? <laughs> so I speed, I speed past him. I fucking blow by this guy. I'm doing like 80 now. I'm, I'm passing Panera doing 80. Zooming. Yeah, zooming. Zooming, zooted, not zooted. I don't yeah, do that anymore. Well, yeah, but you, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, for You're sure. You're going fast. Going fast as fuck <laughs> down, down uh, Route 15. And this guy speeds right back up to me. He speeds right back up and he comes right up next to me. And I look at him, he looks at me, he nods, and then he fucking takes off. He zooms past me. I'm like, oh, he wants a challenge. <laughs> oh, he wants a challenge. So I fucking speed up again. I take over another car. <laughs> I get right back up next to him. Wait, where is this? This is right in front of fucking Panera. From Panera oh, to Sunoco. Yeah. From yeah, Panera yeah. to Sunoco. We get to Sunoco. I overtake another car. I get up next to him. I look at his license plate. He's a fucking veteran, dude. He was a Navy him. SEAL. Oh, he damn. He was a Navy SEAL. He's like 80 years old, and I fucking blow past him, and I turn to go to my house. He looks at me. He's got a little plaid shirt on. He looks like an old man. He's, he's an old man with a pipe in his mouth, smoking that good old Virginia tobacco. He looks at me. He nods. He waves. He's like, good and race, we, kid. Yeah, and we, yeah good race, kid. <laughs> you pat on the back. I, yeah, Thanks, that was that was great, and you know, I mean, I don't have a dad, so that was like really fucking awesome for me. Yeah, I didn't I didn't grow up with a dad. Like, I did grow up with a dad, but Yo, like that thanks, the past like that thanks eight dad years, comment kind of went over my head. I didn't really realize what I was saying. Yeah, no, f- but for sure that has like a lot of weight to it. I remember one time I was chilling with Owen and Ethan and Connor. Ethan was like trying to mess with Connor or something. Of course. And Why would you not like, try to mess with Connor? Someone, Connor is the someone ultimate said kid to something. Mess with. They were like, "Man, I felt so bad" or some shit like that. And Ethan goes, "That's how I felt when my brother died," and then it just got really quiet. 
And I was like, hey, Ethan, <laughs> you know Owen's right there, right? And he was like, oh, my God, I don't dude. know what to do. Uh, I mean, Owen's chill as fuck. He didn't care, but it's like, dude, that's that is such a painful like that shit. That's so weird. Am I allowed to hit a bong on the podcast? Absolutely. It's my Absolutely. podcast. I, make the rules. I don't know what your fucking point was with that story, but that hurt was, my soul. I don't. I don't either. It just kind of happened. And it's so weird that you just brought brought that up because I was yesterday was my like one year anniversary with my girlfriend. As you take your bong hit, high five, and um. I visited her. We walked around in State College. She goes to Penn State. She's a lion. Nittany Lions. Go fucking Lions. Go Lions. Rip Joe Pa. Who? The pedophile. No. Am I supposed to know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Sandusky? Yeah. I know Sandusky. Yeah, Sandusky was coaching his football team. Oh, oh, yeah. Where was I going with this story? I don't know. Something about your girlfriend? Uh, Yeah, I'm hanging out with my girlfriend in State College. What the fuck is going on? Uh, man, see, this is the problem with uh, with doing this podcast is that I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about right now, and I had a really solid point I wanted to make. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what the fuck? I think that's what the viewers want to hear. Yeah, man, for sure. They're here for, you know, that's the thing with the podcast, I feel like. Yeah, oh, past the like, for sure. If we keep an unstructured... Uh, that's the word I'm looking for. It's not formula, but I'm gonna go with format. Format, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, it's it's just existing. So this is the just existing yeah, part. We not are the, just existing. For not sure. the, I mean, I was just existing when I was in state college the other day. I have no idea. I mean, I don't know where I was going with that point, but I was certainly existing in state college. I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. Abby, say hi. Hi. That's Abby. Like Yes, hobby. I just gotta like get used to it, cause like, dude, I'm already I'm already settling in. Yeah, I'm me used too. To it. Yeah, me too. So let me tell you something about Abby for the viewers out there. <laughs> now, guys, Abby, Abby likes to smoke weed. Yeah. And she smokes her weed a very certain way. Uh huh. She smokes it out of what we call a gravity bomb. <laughs> Jib. It's called a jig. She calls it a jig for some fucking far out <laughs> loony bin reason. She calls this thing a jig and she carries it around with all of its cancerous fucking plaque <laughs> built up on the outside in the inside of the plastic bottle that she smokes her weed out of and she gets high as fuck and she sits around, she takes those hits all day and um, that's not the proper way to smoke weed, guys. <laughs> That I is disagree. not the way to do it. It actually isn't the way. Because my friend Weston Miller right here is um, using a VAP cap. And yeah, we're, right. We're authorized to say this because he is a medical he's a medical yeah, patient. It's legal. Yes. Deal with it. Um, I'm not consuming. OG. I'm not consuming cannabis yeah. because I'm not a cannabis yeah. patient. Yeah. But I will make uh, water sound effects. <laughs> Such nice. as these ones. Yeah, man. Dude, medical weed's this shit. Although the security there is fucking nuts. It's like, okay, so I went to the one in Williamsport, and that's like all cool and chill. It's like you walk up, and it's all the windows are like blacked out. And, cool. you, and there's a security guard that lets you in. And then you like, 
fucking has like the little metal thing that like beeps thing that, that yes. thing. He's like he's like spread out and you gotta wave and do all that and it's a whole fucking ordeal. And then you go in and there's a waiting room. But the dispensary here in Bloomsburg. I'm I, loading up whippets by the way, everyone. <laughs> I order online, first of all. Yes. I order online what I want. And then I drive in there and there's this little <laughs> camera like right at the door and I have to like hold up my ID to my face at the door with the camera. Right. And then sure. she lets me in. And then she I have to give her to speak closer to the mic. Yeah, that's Sorry. that's a good point. And then I give her fucking uh, I give her my IDs. And um, so this I, magical woman is about to deliver you weed. No, dude, car? she's just the receptionist, but she has like okay. there's like two security doors. Right. And they all like there's like a buzzer when they open and shit, so it sounds it's it's like really fucking intense. It's like you're going to prison, but it's okay, like the best cool. prison ever because it's just full of weed and you get to leave as soon as you get your oh, weed. Oh, man, that sounds like the best prison <sighs> ever. Um, dude, if I get caught smoking weed, send me to there's that like, jail. Dude, there's send like a camera. Jail. There's a camera every like fucking eight inches. Like every possible angle that you could have in that room, there is a camera there, which I think is really strange. Cause it's like there's so much security. Well, I guess it makes sense, but like there's so much security just to get in the place, mm -hmm. and then there's like still 18, 20 cameras in this fucking like 12 by 20 foot room. Do you think it's justified? Do you think it should be that way? No, cause here's the thing. Like you, okay, so you have to go to get your card. You have to get recommended by a psychiatrist, and then you have to go see some weed finger quotes psychiatrist who's really just like some old guy and you go there and he explains how weed works and then you're like okay we're good and he's like yeah exactly we're someone, cool man someone with the same mindset yeah as you. exactly yes. um and like that whole process takes a couple months and then you have to get your card in the mail which probably takes like a month or so uh -huh. so you get your card and then you have to go to a dispensary make an appointment with another weed psychiatrist whatever where they again explain how weed works but it's just in the actual dispensary itself. And then they make some weed recommendations, and then you get to go in and buy your weed. And it's like a whole thing. I did not understand how the process works. Dude, it's such a pain in the ass. I did not know that. Thank it's you for enlightening it, us. Is it worth it? So worth it. So is it like the best bud in the world? Look at it. Well, I mean, actually, I've smoked. Yeah, it's pretty fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. Yeah, let me shine a light on this quick. Let me, <laughs> let me actually. Uh, you gotta, you gotta paint a picture for. Let me pull a Yojo really quick. Home. Yeah, um, Yojo, if you're listening out there, this is really great weed, man. I wish you were here to smoke it with me. I miss you and I love you. I love you a lot. I wish we could play Smash together. I wish you had a Switch. <laughs> I wish I could buy you a Switch. I wish Where's this podcast would uh, blow up so I can. Afford to buy you a switch? Why take your weed bag? You think we'll be sponsored by stamps.com? Um, no. Have you listened to any you. podcasts? Like, I feel like every podcast I listen to, um, they're all sponsored by stamps.com. I don't know who the fuck is going to sponsor us, if anyone. Is yeah, I don't think anybody. Us. No, we could get like. I'll get my dog's funeral home to yeah, sponsor you. Guys. Yeah, we'll get her dog's funeral like home. That. Some shit like that actually would be like, a really great sponsorship. Uh, yeah. Hey, but fuck middle of nowhere, Burke <laughs> Funeral Home. Yeah, I think we should get them while they're hot. Like what? I think we should talk about Abigail's funeral My home situation? for a second. Yeah, 
Abby, would you like to enlighten us on that? Okay. So, my dad, whatever you want to call it, he's like a funeral director and a mortician. Nice. So, basically, he does everything. All the stuff that you don't want to think about. Like, the nasty stuff. Cremation. Whatever. Yeah, just anything. So, he has three funeral homes. He just... And the, it's just weird. Keep in mind, three funeral homes for <laughs> one family. <laughs> Oh what! I didn't even know that. And yeah, my mom the have one, a job. one of them, one of them is under your house. Oh, my Whoa. old house. Okay. Yeah. So here's okay. another yeah, thing. So this is what fascinates me is the fact that you live. Right. In so a from when I was born till I was like five, I lived on Logan Street, which is like, if you say Logan Street to anyone that lives in my county, they're like, you fucking lived on Logan Street. Shout out to Logan and Street. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it was, it was rough, but. It was across from my dad's funeral home. So I had, like, that growing up. I don't know. I never thought it was weird. And then when I was, like, six, I think, or maybe, like, eight, I don't know. Same thing. We moved to Woodlawn, which is, like, by this library. And it's above the funeral home. Okay. So you have, like... Do you mind doing <laughs> No, I do not. Shit. Sorry, well, continue. It. Anyway. So, like, picture... You just, it kind of looks like a normal house other than the whole, like, funeral home signs and shit. Um, there's, like, three floors above there. You walk downstairs, and you just see the funeral home. And, like, I'd walk down there. There'd be people down there and shit, like, talking to my dad. I'm like, now's bodies? my time Have to go. Bodies? Oh, I've seen many bodies. <laughs> That's told another me thing. You played hide-and-seek and, seek and yeah. <laughs> would literally get in the fucking coffins. And my brother. Oh, no, we would get, because oh they weren't God. used coffins. But they would take people downstairs, and you could look at the coffins. And I would always tell my dad, there was this one coffin, and it was, like, pink. I thought it was so pretty. And I said to my dad, I was like, if I die, like, this is my coffin that I win. He was oh like, don't God. fucking ever say that to me. You're not dying so before me. Funny. But I'm like, I'm like, this is, I'm picking it out now. Like, if I'm, I die, I'm taking bits on this. That's, yo, that's yeah. funny as fuck. You're like, yeah, that's my shit. Yeah. That's my fucking coffin. When I die, that one's mine. <laughs> exactly. But he was always like, don't say that to me. But like, I'd I be like that. playing outside or something. So and I would see my dad pull up in the hearse, which he has taken me to school in Whoa. before. He has pulled up to my school in the hearse what? or the van where they put the bodies in the back. And I no would get shit. so embarrassed. No shit. Yeah. Don't be embarrassed. Do I know. Not. I know. That I realize so that now. Cool. Like, it's not embarrassing. It is cool. No, yeah. Because it's so it's different. Really like, not a lot of people yeah. like, experience that. No, no. My dad but... took me to school in a cat. Cadillac. Uh, Cadillac. A Cadillac, Cadillac with a fucking breathalyzer home. on it because he was an alcoholic. <laughs> I had to blow into the breathalyzer for him so he could drive. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, man. That's heavy. Dude, yeah, dude. My dad, so my dad did not drive until I was 10. Wow. When I was 10, Whoa. he got his license. He got this nice Cadillac, like 1990s candy, red, real nice white walls on the tires. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most beautiful cars I've ever seen. If I could find that car and buy it, I fucking would. Respect. You hear me? You hear me? <laughs> it sounds So good. he buys this car, right? He gets his license back. We drive to this sketchy fucking place in Harrisburg. And they go, listen, pal, you've had a few too many in your, uh, in your day. So we're going to have to put a fucking breathalyzer on your car. On it. On it. Wow. In it. Inside it. Attached to the ignition. Whoa. So you mm. put the key mm -hmm. in the car. You pull I've this thing before. up to your face. You blow You blow into it. Shh, blow as hard as you can. Ding. And oh, you can you're sober. You're sober. You yeah. can drive. 
So that's he'd actually have interesting. Blown. He'd have me and my sister blowing in that thing all the time. He's like, ah, it's a fucking toothpaste. My toothpaste is throwing it off. Oh, my damn. My toothpaste is throwing off the fucking radar. Just blowing the thing so I can drive you to school. Damn. So my dad was driving me to school drunk in a Cadillac. Nicest Cadillac I've ever fucking seen. With a fucking blow thingy attached to the ignition the blow thingy yeah <laughs> meanwhile you're being driven to school in a fucking hearse yeah i and then people this do is look great. at you and you can imagine yeah for sure and i mean no one looked at like, me because like you can't see yeah. you can't see the little blow device in the car <laughs> but if you could that'd be fucking hilarious <laughs> like imagine if you're sitting at the walmart parking lot and you're you're in your hearse with your dad and you look over at me and while i'm fucking blowing into my dad's <laughs> car trying to make it start <laughs> <laughs> my dad uh that dude was fucking losing it when i was a kid so it's like yeah i think i have a lot in common with that guy i it, met him once yeah he's um he loves klonopin and so he, do i he loved ketamine you love ketamine yeah dude he would he, he's told me he just Quentin fucking me that shit. he just fucking like when he was like twenty, he'd just sit around and fucking blow through lines. God bless. Because like him, he was, he, he was, kids. he was like bipolar, but didn't like. For sure, but you know, what year was this? Probably like. Eighties. Mm, he was early born in seventies, early early nineties. Awesome, was like, awesome time. Yeah, dude. people didn't really know jack shit about like. Nah, but people knew the some brain. Shit. They they knew some shit, but like they probably bipolar disorder probably was like. A thing. Like, already yeah. that, like, someone studied, but, like, it's hard for... It wasn't, like, well-known. So yeah, exactly. there's not a whole lot of psychiatrists who would, like, take my dad's symptoms and be like, what the fuck are you? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. But it's like he'd go through these weird phases where he'd, like... I remember one time he bought, like, these super nice RC helicopters. <laughs> like, they weighed, like... <laughs> they weighed, like, 35 pounds, and they were huge. And he was like, this is the thing, guys. This is, this is what I'm going to do now. And I was like, how much did these cost, Dad? I'm, like, fucking eight years old. I'm just like, cool, RC helicopters. But they're fucking massive. It's like, it's no, like, little tiny RC helicopter Dude, you get when you fucking awesome. wake up that from Christmas. Like a great way to mold your childhood. It's like... Fat, massive miniature helicopters. helicopters. Yeah, dude, fuck yeah. And he got Knuckles. really into those for, like, I don't know, maybe three months. He could, He didn't have the money for them. Uh, eventually he, like, filed for bankruptcy. It was, like, so weird, this whole big thing, because, like... But he, he's, like, an artist, right? Yeah, 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 that's the thing, is, like, he's super talented, like, artistically. Check him out, clockworkbox.com. Uh, no, him and my mom split up, like, okay. when I was, like, word. four. Word, 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 word. Yeah, no, he was, like, he lived with, uh, my grandma All right. and my grandpa. All right, and gotcha, gotcha. me, my dad, and Quentin lived in the basement of that house cool. in the middle of fucking, like, right outside Williamsport, like, the middle Dude, of Dude, yeah, that sounds like a chill time. Yeah, I mean, we had, like, a lot of land. It was pretty nice. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Um, I didn't know that about you guys. Yeah, and then, um... I don't know, he files for bankruptcy, and then eventually he meets this girl named Penny, who's, like, he's super, super into her for, like, a month. Yeah. And then he goes to Vegas, marries her. And I was, like, and then he just comes back. He's, like, oh, yeah, I married Penny. And I was, like, you met her, like, two months ago. And 
he was like, yep. And, like, I'm, like, fucking, I don't know, maybe, like, 11 or 12 at this point. I'm like, <laughs> no, can I ask you, I'm like have I met Penny? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, dad, you have to be batshit fucking crazy. Because, like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. It's just, like, suddenly there's, like, this woman in my house. I don't know. It was weird. Eventually, they move in together and get a house. Like, that's where I was on Baldwin Street. And that's, like wasn't like the hood of Williamsport, if you okay. can even have a hood in Williamsport. It was like the yeah. the the I'm very slimmest, there. like, sort of safer street. Yeah, for sure. But, like, still we got in fights all the time. And I had, like, my boy Corey and Malachi. And it was me, Quentin, Corey, and Malachi. And it was like, dude, people would just pick fights to pick fights. Like, yeah. it was like we were, like, uh, probably 12, 13-ish, I think. Um... I don't know, man. I got in, like, a lot of fights there. And eventually, Dad and Penny break up, because, like, what the fuck? That shouldn't have happened. <laughs> it took them, like, a year. Um, where did we move after that? Oh, yeah, downtown downtown Lewisburg. We lived above fucking Pizza Five. Oh, my God. You guys lived above Pizza Five? Yeah, dude. Let me tell you something about Pizza Five. And for everybody listening to this, this will be relevant. Above Pizza Fight, I filmed a fucking music video. Really? Yes, for Braden Valerie called My Hoodie Bloody as Fuck. Were you on the roof? On the roof? That is, we would come in from the back of on the Pizza roof. Fi. Yeah. Come in from the back on the roof. There's a door. You walk into the door, and that is my kitchen. Oh my God, dude. That's so cool. Dude, life is so interesting. All yeah. of the little idiosyncratic things that just line up. All of the people that you get close closest with. Yeah. All of the things that you like. All the things that they like. Everything lines up. Everything is so so beautiful. It's almost scripted. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's it's like we're here to, to procreate and everything. But yeah. it's like it's also kind of like it was scripted. Like everything's so interesting. No, I know what you mean on the interesting thing. I'm not you might have lost me on the scripted part. Yeah, for sure. I'm whipping. It's <laughs> like I'm consuming nitrous oxide like a fucking dental patient. The, uh, <laughs> that shit is nice when you go to the dentist, though. Oh my god, dude! I hate going to the dentist. Oh, I hate the dentist. I've always had to go to the dentist since I was little because, like, I don't know if my teeth just don't have enough fucking calcium on them. But I get cavities all the time, and I don't have a terrible diet. I eat meats and greens, and I drink a lot of water and drink tea. That's about it. And I get cavities all the time. I have go to the never doctor. had a cavity. I've never had a cavity yeah, either. right. You need to the, get enamel paste. Yeah, <laughs> something my, like that's that. That's my recommendation. Something like that. And my dentist, dude, he's just such a fucking. He's such a chill dude because I'm always having these cavities. I always have to go fucking see this fucking chill-ass dentist guy. And he, like, knows my whole life at this point now. His name's I gotta Nick. pee, but I'll be listening in the bathroom. Yeah, for sure. My uncle's my dentist. <laughs> oh, really? My That's so uncle. sick. Yeah. So this guy's name is Nick. I don't know what his last name is. I don't know if he's doctor, whoever the fuck. He's fuck-faced to me. I don't know. <laughs> so Nick. And Nick knows that I'm a little fucking fucked up. He knows I have a couple screws loose. And he talks to my, my stepdad a lot. My stepdad is uh, a businessman. He sells dental practices. 
like he will reach out to a dentist who is trying to sell their practice and say, hey, I got your back. Let me sell this for you. I'll take you out to dinner. Me and my me and my lady friend will take you out. We'll talk to you and your wife. We'll show you how you can retire. We'll show you the nice couple that's going to buy your practice and run your office. Yada, yada. Where the fuck am I going with this? I don't know. Um, your stepdad, your dentist. Oh, yeah. So I'm with my so – I, I get all these fucking cavities all the time because I have pussy-ass teeth, right? And I'm talking to this dentist, and he's, like, working for this big company called Merit Dental. And he's like, man, I don't know. I feel like I kind of want to get out of this fucking commercial bullshit, like, working for Merit Dental. Like, I want to run my own practice, be my own man. And, uh, he's a, he's a decent dentist. Like he does good work on my fucking teeth, man. <laughs> and he'll be talking to me about like breaking bad. Cause I feel like I've done a lot of meth yeah. and I was going to him while I was a meth head and meth is not good for your teeth. And I would go in there high as fuck on meth in the middle of a school day. Like I'd wake up for school, snort a line of meth, go to school, have a dentist appointment. And then I'm talking to this guy. He can tell my mouth is dry. My pupils are dilated. I'm talking to him about everything. And he's like, you ever watch Breaking Bad? <laughs> and I was like, yes, I love Breaking Bad. Yeah, what did I miss? Dude, Nick so the dentist. Oh. Nick, my dentist, who is this fucking chill dude he went to penn state the same college i just fucking yeah. went and got high at two days ago or nice. yesterday or whenever the fuck i don't know psychedelics nice. really deteriorate your <laughs> sense do. of time dude. unbelievable it's like the most just, hippie thing to say but like time is just a construct oh for sure is. i was like, listening to um joe rogan and dennis mckenna last night and they were talking about like this guy that emailed dennis and he was like i took shrooms five times in like two weeks and my <laughs> grasp on reality is so slippery and he was like uh lay off and joe was like yeah take a break i was like ah oh, shit ah <laughs> oh, shit yeah no I've been me there. to a t man I was like right now as you listen to me speak my grasp on reality is slippery slippery, slippery. i'm Ooh, chilling it's loose. last summer though i'm loose i was taking mushrooms like every other fucking day <laughs> that's, what, that's what i'm doing right now i'm taking like acid every day <laughs> and i'm taking like four aco dmt and i'm taking like weird pcp analogs dude i'm doing a lot of fucking mind-altering chemicals i'm trying to stop i am stopping because the more you do the less you do them the more you do the more it's like fucking stop they tell you to stop yeah they They tell you to stop the more every time i do one of these whippets it's It's like like, don't fucking do another one it's like last summer i was like i think it was maybe hair it's really the no i think it was owen owen was like what's your on mushrooms a lot he's like don't you think that's too much i was like They'll tell me when it's time yeah, exactly. for me to be done. Exactly. And, like, they did. Exactly. Mushrooms are so, so sentient in a weird way. It's so weird. Like, like, my mom just let me keep mushrooms that she found the other day. Good woman. Yeah, I mean, but, like, the mushrooms, like, something about them. I think, I think, I, I was just explaining to her that they were, like, beautiful. Like, I just thought it was, like, they were just beautiful. Like, I just wanted to have them. They are. And, and she just for some reason that resonated with her i, I mean, mean she's so right leaning they're organic like they're they're, yeah. they're not yeah they're, they're, i mean she just saw like a, a little mushroom in a in a nice ziploc vacuum sealed bag and she looked at it and she's like huh maybe this kid's right maybe that is beautiful maybe he does just think that's beautiful maybe he is just gonna go lock it in a safe which i did i did i went i went and fucking locked it in my safe i need to trip anytime soon jesus christ i trip every time i speak 
I'm not I'm looking at like a, I'm like, <laughs> that's a bold statement. Everyone pause for a second. I'm not kidding, dude. I'm not kidding. I've done some damage. Yeah, no, I've been there. Um, I don't know, man. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's you learn a you, lot. Yeah. You learn a lot. It really shows you discipline because in the middle of like losing your fucking mind, I'm also like making my bed and making tea for myself and like having a bed. <laughs> right. Time. Right. Yeah. It's like. It's like finding out what kinds of teas I like. Oh my god, dude, that's my new favorite. Remember, thing. I like took them once and I looked around my room. And I was like, man, it's kind of messy. And I'm like, I'm uh, like tripping balls because like I got high too. Oh my too. god, dude, yeah. So like I just started. Well, I just started. Sorry. <laughs> I just started cleaning the room and vacuuming and shit. As I'm like tripping sack, and let me tell you, dude, when you're vacuuming and I've you have your it. hand on I've the done thing, that. it's like. I have done that. It's I have a fucking. <laughs> it's a fucking trip, dude. It's dude, a like I'm trip. sucking shit up in this thing. Yeah, like yeah, I've done that for sure. Yeah. Oh my god. I got the disinfectant wipes out and everything. <laughs> yeah. I I made that room look nice. And well, like at the end of it, I'm like, still high we, as fuck. The but thing I'm like, about mushrooms and things that are structurally similar to mushrooms, such as like DPT that I take and DMT, 4-ACO DMT, all those variants. Yeah. Um. Oh, dude, I completely lost my process. I don't know what I was going to say. It was a good point. I believe you. Gone. We've hit a stalemate, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. That is the point, though. That is yeah. what we're doing. We that are is, just, that is we the are point. just existing. The stalemate, little... the stalemate is the top of the hill, my friend. It's really interesting. Like, I mean, like, I guess it makes sense from like a media standpoint, because I'm taking this class called... like converging media or some shit sure. i actually had an exam for it today i was stressed out i got 76 out of 100 okay. it's not terrible but no you performed could have been better you performed for sure um the worst thing about podcasting i'm going to say so far is i have to fucking piss and the problem with that is also ketamine because ketamine is notoriously i've read the scientific literature i know how to use google scholar okay guys um ketamine is not good <laughs> For your bladder, it makes it. It's not good. You can you can get bladder cancer fairly easily from doing a lot of ketamine fairly consistently. And I am about to piss my fucking pants. So thank God Abigail's back. <laughs> I will return. What the fuck was I talking about? No idea. Oh, oh, yeah. Shit. Now I gotta fill this awkward <laughs> silence with something. I respect that. <laughs> so, like, JP's taking a pee, right? <laughs> and he might be able to hear me. And that's, like, that's interesting. That's all fun and games. That's kind of weird. Like, Wes, what the fuck are you talking about? And my point there is I don't really know. <laughs> this whole podcast thing's kind of weird, and I'm still getting used to it. So I'm kind of just, like, talking to fill the void, if that makes any sense. But I think I'll get better at it. Yeah, it's just, you know, like, when you have JP, it's yeah. just the, the yeah. chemistry's there. It's like, it's like, it's like if you have, like, PB and J, there's, like, okay, so whoever is, like, the guest on the show, they're the bread, mm-hmm. you know? They're just there. They're going to be there every time. It might be someone different. It might be a different kind of bread, but there's going to be one there. Okay, you know what I mean? Let's keep it live. Let's keep it rolling. But you take JP out of the equation, What's and going your on peanut here? butter and jelly sandwich is just like a peanut butter sandwich. What are we like, talking about? Are we talking about my allergy? No. Oh, I'm so allergic to peanuts, guys. Peanuts? 
um, <laughs> cashews, all of the tree nuts, all of the tree, the entire family, except the Brazil nut, mm. which is conveniently nicknamed a well-known racial slur toe. It's known as the N-word toe, the Brazil nut. Really? That is Whoa. the only nut. That's the only nut <laughs> oh my, my grandma has said this to me. She said, oh, you can eat the toes. <laughs> Whoa. And I was like, huh, thanks, Granny. But they just say that. They're well, like... she's she's lived in Milton, and she yeah. grew up in the 40s, so like yeah. that she thinks that's but, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's just what they think. She lived on the white side. She lived right. on the white side of the tracks. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. There was a, on the, the railroad in Milton, if, if you've ever paid attention oh, to this. Oh, you mean it literally. I literally mean <laughs> white and black. She lived yeah. on the white side of the tracks, man. She would Damn. ride her rollerblades right up to the fucking, <laughs> right up to the tracks, collect like shells and shit from the trees, like like acorns, rocks, bring them back, show her brother. Her brother, her brother drowned in the Susquehanna. Yo, yeah, they would. Susquehanna like, they, was wild back then, dude. Though. They didn't that she her little brother is the reason Milton has a pool. Oh my my God. grandma's little brother oh, drowning damn. in the Susquehanna is the reason they put a pool in a for the community in Milton. So they make it in yeah. his name. Yeah, it's in his name. Is it really? It's in his name. Yeah, Yo, that's it really sick. is. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really fucking that's from the here, cool bitch. Thing. I'm really fucking from here, bitch. <laughs> that's the cool thing about small towns, though. Like small towns get a bad rap because, like, oh my God, it's so boring. But like when Miles died in Lewisburg, it's like the whole town stopped for like a week. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. There was, it was like, so heartbreaking. It was so heartbreaking. There's the fucking anonymous fucking face like on oh my every god block this was my point earlier with going to state college i'm so sorry to interrupt you i made <laughs> i for went it. on a whole rant about state college i was walking past this uh this tattoo shop in state college and i was thinking oh my god i need to get the anonymous ish tattoo i need to get this soon and i was walking past it and i was thinking this would be the perfect place to get it because my dad went to college here and conveniently also that fucking dentist i was talking about earlier went to college here which is <laughs> which is irrelevant and also fucking um, when I was dating Lydia, Lydia got their first tattoo at this tattoo place from this super cool female tattoo artist. And I was like, fuck, I should definitely stop in the middle of celebrating my anniversary and get an anonymous-ish tattoo. <laughs> but I ended up not doing it. I will do it eventually, and I will make it known. But you soon. are 18, right? I know, I'm yeah, 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I brought that up earlier, so yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you. So the state college thing makes sense now for anyone that's... I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about. I'm so sorry. You're talking about the town stopping when Miles died, <sighs> which was oh my god, dude. Oh my god, like. Yeah, dude, that was that was a that rough was day. so that was so. But it's difficult. like that's the thing about the small towns. It's like the just like the whole town. Dude, it brought us all so close knew together about him and mm-hmm. the fucking like the Everyone campus. Even him. the campus. Who's so like, cool, dude? Who's the coolest dude? Like literally the theater, the campus theater on Market Street had something. It was like rest in peace, smiles or something yeah. like that. Yeah, dude. It's like a whole thing because mm-hmm. like it, in a small town, that's like a big deal. Yeah. And it should be. Dude, like, he was cool. He was the kid that would skate around town. He would take pictures. He had his longtime girlfriend. Like. It was just a picture perfect scenario. Like that kid was that kid was awesome. That kid was awesome. Yeah. Rest in peace, Miles Foreman, man. For real. The first time I met him, I was I was on my little scooter at the skate park. I may have actually been skateboarding, to be honest with you, because I always wanted to really skateboard when I was little. Like I really wanted to skateboard, and I do now. Me too. Like so I started, ever. I started scootering, and then I like my dad did like an ollie, and I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" Yeah. Well, you had a cool me ass a skateboard. Dad. You had a cool ass dad. <laughs> Your dad would be the type of dude to do an ollie off a fucking cape in. Dude, he did an ollie like <laughs> off we were, the Ritalin. When we were moving in, 
uh, like when he was helping me move into my apartment here, uh, he came to pick me up at my mom's. Or no, he didn't come to. He borrowed my mom's van. Yeah. She has like the giant van, so we put like a bunch of stuff in that. So we came to my mom's house, and we're like waiting there because my mom went to go pick up Quentin so we could say bye and everything because he left that day too, or the day after maybe I can't remember. And there's like this shitty Walmart board that Emma and Ellie had. Emma and Ellie are my stepsisters for anybody who doesn't know that. Um, that they had when they were a kid. Yeah. The dude just like he's got like these chunky ass fucking like thrift store shoes on, like fucking. 308s or seems some legit. shit. Seems legit. Um, he fucking gets on this Walmart board. First try, he does like an ollie, and it's like up to his fucking knees. I was like, Jesus oh wow, Christ, Dad, you still got it, and you're fucking fifty. Oh wow, that's really cool. That's mm-hmm. really badass. That's so badass. The first time I met Miles, it may have been the only time. I think I had seen him in passing a lot. I was really young. I was like 12 yeah. or 11 or 12 or some shit. Yeah, no, I was like... But it's weird when you're that young and you're, you know, you look up to the older kids, right? Yeah. And he was the older kid that you look up to. Like, you saw him skating around town. You saw him taking pictures of shit. Like, he was so cool. He was so fucking really, cool, it was dude. Really fucking cool. It was really inspiring. It made me want to do, like artistic shit like i took pictures for a long time and i have like a, a good array of pictures that i took and i fully accredit that to to miles because I, I wouldn't have even taken an interest in it if he hadn't like and he 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 just ignited so many so much in me and like when when i first met him i met him at the skate park and i was like wow man the way you skate is just so cool like i can't you can go I, fuck dude I, like i said I, I can't help but watch you skate and i'm like a little kid telling yeah. him this i don't really like talking to strangers when i'm a little kid i'm telling him this and it's hard for dude, me to it's tell a, him. it's his fucking smile i'm telling him how much like i like, had, like, like had, watching like, him enjoy his life he had, like, you know what i'm saying yeah and he was like thank you man and whatever he said back to me it just really stuck with me i don't even know what he said exactly but i just have such a vivid vivid memory of meeting him, that interaction with him do you and it uh, was a week later that he died it was a week later, man. Yeah, I was playing... And it was uh, heartbreaking. Fucking... Um, do you know Duncan? Duncan Jones? I do. I do. I've known... I have, I've never met him. I would Shout really out like to, you, to Duncan, meet him. if you're listening. Yeah, I would really like to meet him. I'd really like to get him on the podcast. He's a really dude, smart dude. Should, I read one of his essays uh-huh. that he wrote. He's, he's a really smart motherfucker oh my god dude also his voice on the podcast dude duncan's voice i have no idea what he sounds like i think i have a maybe a rough idea of what he looks like possibly he's like um he's a legend though he's a legend man he's all he's a he looks kind of like how like every male model looks really is he beautiful (laughs) yes he's he's, he's am i gonna have a crush on him (laughs) i do you have a crush on him no but like god he's a good looking Uh, dude he's a he's a home wrecker but um <laughs> yeah man like like i think maybe two days before miles died i was fucking at owens and for some reason like i, I don't know maybe i hit duncan in the balls or something because it's like miles was older than us and it was just like me and owen we were like pretty young still i think it was like maybe it was, it was august 26th so it was like really early into the school year or maybe school hadn't started yet but um or maybe it's august 24th i can't remember um where the fuck am i going with this dude dude i don't know oh like, yeah two days before i fucking I like punched duncan in the nuts or some shit and uh he's like super pissed at me and it's weird because like you know how you said your thing earlier like really stuck with you mm-hmm. yeah well duncan and miles were friends 
And Duncan's like chasing me and shit. They're geniuses. And I'm like trying to hide from him or something for some reason. Because <laughs> you punch him in the nuts. You're yeah, well, in yeah. And Miles is there and he's like, "Hey, little dude, just just get under the trampoline." And then I get under the trampoline, <laughs> and fucking Duncan runs by and he's like, "Where the fuck did Wes go?" And Miles is like, "I don't fucking know." Oh and then we God. went inside and we played Skate Three, and then fucking I, th- wow, I think dude. it was it was in the school year. It was like. Really early eighth grade, maybe something seventh wow. grade. I, I, Dude, that's such a cool memory to have at that point in your life. Yeah, um, that's so that's so cool. I was in my music class. That was so weird. They pulled me out. I was all like, "What the fuck?" I was with him like two days ago. Yeah, man. Some heavy shit. Shout outs to you, Owen. I fucking love you, man. Yeah, shout out to Owen. I really like I really like you, Owen. Um I don't spend a lot of time with him. I never I never have I, the time I have spent with Owen I really, really cherish. He's a good dude. I really like him. He's a I really good like dude. him. I really like his family. I really like being in his house. Dude, when he's the I'm best. really inspired by his brother and being in that house just fills me with such energy. I've said this for dude, a long time. He has the best energy in that house. I've said this for a long time. I really want to trip in that house. Oh, I have many times. It's fucking yeah. great. I really, I really want to. It's like to. you Just go because... and you sit in like, you know, it's not the living room with the TV, but it's that other side room. Like, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, with like a green couch. Yeah, we, we took that picture there with the dulcimer. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yes. This is a very esoteric podcast. I like this. We're talking about like dulcimers and shit. <laughs> Just it's like, very Appalachian. It's very Pennsylvania. Appalachian. I like this. I think we're hitting, we're hitting a very specific audience here, and I think, I think people are going to like this. I hope so, dude. Yeah, me too. Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of just doing it for fun, too. Though. Yeah, no, like, this is super fun. This is super fun. Stamps.com. Sponsor us, though. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. Why do you keep saying that? Don't worry about it. Um, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, yeah, like that tiny little room. Like, when he has these fucking... Um, when he's Owen's mom, by the way. When he has these fucking, like, string lights, and they, like, dim and they get brighter again and you're in that room on like this nice green couch there's a fucking record player and you can throw whatever record in because she has like 50 of them probably more than that 50 isn't that much when i think about it she does have a lot of records she has a lot of records (laughs) she's so cool man you throw one of those random things on and you just like sit there i I feel like mushrooms is best although on acid i painted that picture oh yeah yeah dude Um, acid helps and that was in that room yeah damn that room's just cozy, dude. We, we ought to pay a visit to him sometime. I saw him the other day. Or, well, Abby was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also saw him the other day because he stopped by. Yeah. Um, we should we should probably try to get him here, maybe. Yeah. Owen should... as a guest. Yeah, Owen as a guest for sure. Owen. For sure. We got a list going. We got Owen, Duncan, Mike. <laughs> fucking. Joe Rogan. Joe, <laughs> Joe Rogan. I'll hit him up. <laughs> Teach me uh, how to fight. I want Snoop on here sometimes. Yeah, wait, let's get Snoop on here. Yeah, I'll tell you when Snoop's like seventy. Yeah, for yeah, man, he will he'll be able to enlighten us. He'll be he'll have reached a state of being that is (laughs) uh, unlike anything any other human has ever reached. Snoop, I know you're hurting right now, but I love you, man. I don't think he's hurting right now. He's doing fucking great, dude. (laughs) He's probably in Jamaica again and smoking pot, making another Snoop Lion record. Snoop Lion. Snoop Lion, that record. Did you watch the documentary about that? There's a record? documentary. There's on a that? documentary about that record. He's just getting high as fuck in Jamaica with people that are better at making music than him, <laughs> and they make <laughs> this whole record for him. And he's like, "Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah, man!" 
This is good, man. And they're like, yo. And then he just gets in front of the fucking mic and he's like, fruit juice. <laughs> Dude, that is, that's a really good fucking watch if, if you're fucking baked. What's it called? Uh, Rasta just, some shit, like Snoop Lion. Just take yeah. Snoop Lion and the Lion or like the fucking Rasta Lion. Some shit like that. I'm sure I'll find it. Dude, you'll have no problem finding it. You know what I think our problem is right now? We huh. need to smoke some train wreck. Okay. Yeah. That's mine medically. JP doesn't use it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Dude, Chaz, look at these rats. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, how are the rats doing? We got pet oh, rats. Still... Dude, they're, oh, they're, they're fucking thick already. I yeah, swear to God, are. they, they doubled so in weight in one did. night. <laughs> they, were, they were like tiny yesterday. Really? So where did you guys get them? Pet world. <laughs> Some random like... Oh, okay. We go to PetSmart. I'm going to uh, jump in here real yeah, quick. Yeah, go for it. It was, this wait, is what I told you. It was this Petco. Is, it was Petco. And we go in. They don't have any rats. And then Wes was like, well, I can just get like... Well, I don't know. What did you say? Like, it's like a hamster Like a hamster shit. or something. I didn't want a fucking hamster. And they were like, no, not hamsters. So we're like, Pet World. Which is in Sunbury, which was like a forty-minute drive yeah, or something. Big drive, which is like, big drive and you go the in rats. there, and it's just tiny, like tiny. I know exactly place. where this place is. Yeah. yeah, and they have like little alligators yeah, and like bunnies and shit. There was a whole lot yeah. of weird dragons. Shit. So, they have dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> literally. So the guys like, what do you guys want? And Wes is like, do you guys have rats? And the guy was like, rats. And he was like, yeah, as a pet. So he goes into like the back room. Well, like well, the keep office. in mind, keep in mind. When I said as a pet, he gave me the weirdest he fucking look. Because like really the rats did. there are in, for like feeding. they're for feeding the for fucking feeding snakes. snakes and shit. But it's like I wanted to rescue these. Like I, yeah. I needed two rats. Like I, I didn't want no fucking hamster. I already ordered that shit for pickup at fucking Petco, and I was like, I don't give a fuck what kind of rat I'm yeah. getting. I'm getting two rats, and they're gonna be Kip and Tucker. Yeah. So like he fucking shakes up this fucking box no he goes it's like a filing cabinet yeah he had a filing cabinet of fucking rodents and he pulls (laughs) out literally this like plastic tray box and shakes it around like he's mixing ingredients yeah like he's fucking tossing a salad he's like like tossing a salad but there's rats in there and then he shows us and we're like (laughs) oh these are the rats and they all looked like that because we were like earlier we were like we're not gonna get a white one with red eyes that's all well, okay, the the white mice with red eyes. Are yeah, weird. they're the, scary. The These rats, are like, rats are different. They're yeah. like cooler. They're hip. They're like compelling. So they have actual. They're rats? compelling. They're, these are the only ones they had, and they were tiny, and they were. Just, oh, so and they this, don't have. They don't have red eyes. They do have red eyes. Yeah, oh, they didn't so have any confused. fancy rats, but like <laughs> I'm I, so confused. I'm webbing. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. We saved some fucking rats from being eaten by snakes. Yeah. But it's look like, how happy they are now. Yeah, they seem really happy. I'm, I'm glad for them. That reminds me of a uh, what's the little what's the little novel you read when you're in school, Stuart Little. Stuart yeah. Little. Oh man, that's little Stuart Little right there. That's Dude, he's cute. playing right now. Yeah, that's the other a cute one doesn't really novel. do anything. I wouldn't but... mind. I wouldn't mind opening up his fucking head and fucking <laughs> putting some DMT in there just to see like what chemicals spike oh, in his brain. They I'm use fighting. red. Look at him! Look at he's at climbing. He's oh my ball. god! He's gonna bite me though. He's gonna Dude, okay, rats me. are actually so smart though. Yeah, That's yeah no, I'm gonna. It's really cool that you got rats. I think because they're so prolific in That's scientific why research. I got rats because, because they're, they're like smart. okay. They're like so us. I can't have like a dog 
Yeah. And this part, like, I don't have time for that, really. Yeah. But, like, I can't have one in my that apartment. That is the ideal human companion. So I was like, I want, like, something like a dog. I was yeah, like, all I can really have is a rodent. And the closest, <laughs> <laughs> the closest thing to a dog in the rodent family, like, is a fucking rat. Like, they're smart as fuck. I have a fucking leash for it. I'm gonna fucking walk around with my rat on my skateboard, on my leash. It's gonna be sick as fuck. But, you know, we got them, like, yesterday, or two days ago, or some shit. I don't so really fucking remember. So they're, like, really small. They were really small, but, like, they're already getting fat as fuck. Really? Um, I didn't realize like, they were that young. I'm letting them get like acclimated to the fucking their new house and everything, but I'm gonna try to start training them tomorrow. I don't really know how to train a rat. What are you gonna train a rat to do? I don't. Well, I I just to like I just want them like chill on my shoulder or some shit. All right. Or like sure. be cool with me having them on a leash so I can take my rat on a fucking walk. Yeah, definitely. Like, that's what you want. I want to be that weirdo on the street that's walking a white rat on a leash. You want to be that guy. Yeah. You know what? Go for it, man. More power to you. I say we um take a short break, a little interlude, so I can go to my car and get my tea. <laughs> yes. Is that all right? Yes. So we're just gonna hit the hit the pause. Not the not the black square. I would hit pause. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah right. yo. We're back, from We're back from the break. Do you want me to say what I said? I do. Okay, so <laughs> what I was saying when the mic was off was that, like, how interesting this podcast would be to anyone that's, like, not from Lewisburg, like, who doesn't know you guys. Right. Because there's, like, no one from my town or anyone else I know talks about, like, the, like, people and, like, experiences in their life with, like, so much compassion. Like, you guys, yeah. like, care about Fucking, the people around yeah, you. Like, you yeah. love Fucking, the people around yeah, dude. you. We love And it's, people. like, amazing. Like, it literally, like, makes me so happy because I'm, like, I can tell how much you, like, the people in your life, like, mean to you. And, like, no one is like that from where I live. Like, and I literally, I wish I could be like that around the people that I know from my town. But they'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> they'd be like, why well, are you talking about this person so much? I'd be like, because I love them. But, like, you guys just do that, and it's literally amazing. I think it's... Part of it is we're all a little fucked up. Yeah. yeah. We're all yeah. pretty yeah. fucked up in our own way. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Owen has faced some tragedy in his life. We've all faced some tragedy yeah. in our lives. <laughs> some things don't go great in childhood and like we end up in lewisburg the and thing is we you all guys... get to know each other yeah somehow somehow is just really really powerful but you guys yeah. all, like, can talk about that yeah for People sure we are, talk like, about all talk of this pretty that. yeah it's nice that we can talk about all this pretty openly i think that's yeah. why we all get along so well oh, because definitely. i can i can sit down in a room that. full of eight of my closest friends and tell them all like Oh yeah, my dad was an alcoholic and he was yeah. fucking down in oxy's washing it down with Bud Light and I was blowing into his car so he could drive to work. But you like, guys are no honest. That. Yeah, exactly. Like I respect that more than anything. Because if you can be honest about like that any makes part me of your who life. I am right yeah, now. yeah, exactly. Like you know, that, makes, something... that helps you understand yeah. who I am oh, right yeah. now while I'm talking to you. Definitely. Which is also interesting to me because I always like maybe I shouldn't do this as much, but I feel like I look into people a lot. Like you took that personality test the 
day yeah, that you came here. But I was like, I want to know. I just also like, my sock is on backwards. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> backwards? Yeah, backwards. Has it been there the whole time? The Nike swoosh was facing the other direction. Okay. <laughs> so, so not inside so, out, but backwards. Yes, sir. Sorry, I've sorry never, to interrupt. I've never, never put a sock on never backwards. I've never done that either. I'm high balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't high when I put that on, but I must have been. Sorry to interrupt. You know, anybody... Anybody who's listening to the podcast, if you're hurting out there, email us justexistingpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. I will talk to you. Absolutely. I love talking to people. Me too. That's my Um, thing. I always want people to open up to me. Yeah. Listen to my music. Listen to my band with Michael Glowatsky. And uh, I guess Jimmy Alexander deserves some of the credit. He he does participate. Jimmy Guest? Uh, Jimmy's a Jimmy could be a guest. Yeah, that would be a very neurotic episode. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Um, I but prepare for it. Yeah, yeah. There's something about bipolar people that really resonate with Jimmy. Me. Bipolar? He's very bipolar. Oh, oh Jimmy, I love Jimmy now. Right? Yes. Is uh-huh. he medicated? He's not medicated. Oh, uh, no. yeah. He's gonna need to do that soon. Yeah, I mean, if anyone's gonna talk to him about it, it should be you. There's something about yeah. There's something about people in my life that are bipolar that that really resonate with me like i was showing you earlier that song that i just made kevin that was the inspiration of that whole song and the whole intro is just him talking about like one of his little one of his little inside jokes that he has and it just it's such a kevin thing and he's such a bipolar person or maybe he has borderline i i don't know i don't want to diagnose him on 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 air but him and and wes and jimmy and all three of you all have this kind of energy where you're all very distant from each other, but you all have a, a similar energy that resonates with me, and I, I think it's very special. And I'm really glad that all of you kind of kind of support each other. Yeah, I just hope that um, I hope they get the right med cocktail. Cause like, okay, I was fortunate enough, which is kind of weird to say. <laughs> like like <laughs> silver linings, I was fortunate enough to be diagnosed when I was younger. Yeah, no. Like I'm, my dad I'm was in... because I was. I'm laughing about our doctor. I'm not laughing. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. Um, like, my dad wasn't diagnosed till he was, like, fucking 34 or some shit. Yeah. So it's, like, you know, beating it to the punch when I was, like, 16 or 17. 17, uh-huh. I think. It gave me two years That's to find the right meds. Ed- you give and a good edge up on, now, on something. Yeah, there, now yeah. I have, like, meds, and I'm still, like, Wes. Yeah, you're I'm Wes. still myself. You're fucking Wes, dude. You're but all But I'm there. not, like, fucking... You're, you're all there like a deck of cards, man. Shit, my fucking torch doesn't work. We got JP's torch right here. Yeah, we got JP's trusty. Doesn't that remind you of Yojo? Big fucking shout out to Yojo. If we could have any guests on this podcast, oh my god, we could have Yojo earth. over Discord, dude. We could oh do a Discord yeah, cast. we could. We could. That, that, I feel yeah, like we, in the future, two mics, like one for each of us, and then oh yeah, yeah, like that's probably better. But like, yeah, it's, it's episode better. one, guys. This is episode one. Cut we're us some slack. We're learning. <laughs> dipping our toes into the water of of this world. I like it. I like it. This is fun. This Agreed. Is, I'm I'm curious to see what our audience is like. I, I'm I'm thinking small and humble. Yes. I think there's I gonna be so. a lot of familiar faces. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be really nice. Ethan seems like genuinely it. excited for really, it. Really. Yeah. Really. I really like Ethan. Oh, too. I might have burnt that. You smell uh, that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have much of a sense of smell. I'm a little uh, congested <laughs> from the dissociative. I think I, I think I burnt that. Anesthesia from earlier. Yikes. 
Hey, it happens. It happens sometimes. Sasha, who's a legend, does it on purpose. Yes, he does. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I watch him take he's these monstrous trooper. hits, mm-hmm. and I'm like, hey, man, did you mean to burn that hit? And he's like, oh, yeah, partially. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, word. If we could have Sasha on the podcast, too. Yeah, oh, my God. Dude. Dude, oh my he's God. got some stories. He Okay, this is a man that plants fucking trees, guys. Like... I've always loved Sasha. He fought off a bear with a fucking shovel. Yeah. It's like, I wouldn't believe that from anybody else except for Sasha. No, he he is the real fucking deal. Yeah. Sasha Hunter. He's out there. He's out there in the world. He's a great man. He's a really great man. I was a freshman in high school. We were taking photojournalism together with uh, everyone's favorite Mrs. Roberta Pickering. Uh, Miss P. Oh, we had a good time with her. We had a good time. I had long hair back then. Me and Sasha were sitting shoulder to shoulder with Emiliano, uh, Nora. I, I think she got back from Spain. She was kicking it with us. We we were, we had our we had our I little remember Nora. Over. Yeah, Nora. What Nora happened was, to her? She kind of fell off the face of the earth. Dude, last time I saw her was at Owen's house. Strange enough. How fucking interesting is that? Her her and Chrissy and Andrew think- just popped into Owen's house one time I was there. I was really overwhelmed by it, I think. I need Durs on this podcast. We need Durs on this podcast. Yo, Durs, I have gotten so close with Durs so quickly through the course of like the last year. The last year is probably, as most of you have been able to tell, the most tumultuous time of my life. Um, Same, more or less. Honestly. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, most of, for most yeah. of us, honestly. So... Um, yeah, Andrews I got really close with. I've gotten really close with him. I really like that kid. We share a lot of things in common. Yeah, Durs is the man. Um, do you remember that crazy, crazy storm the other day? Like yeah. Just fucking blowing crazy, like, yeah. like demon spawn shit. Yeah. I was at Andrews house for that, and the power went out. It was nice. so cool. We went downstairs, and we talked to his dad. Dude, Marcus. Yeah, Marcus is the shit. So I've been going over to Andrews house periodically, and Andrews, and Marcus, has, his father, has no idea who I am. I'll, I'll, I'll just walk in the house like I fucking own the place. <laughs> I'll go up to, march up the stairs. Hope I don't see fucking Nola because I've never seen her in my life. She's a ghost. You've never seen Nola? No, never, never ever met Nola. She's a ghost to me. Huh. Yeah. So I'm walking in this house and he's downstairs. I'm like upstairs. They're fucking rich as fuck. They have this like a fucking thing like like uh like you're standing on top of the balcony that looks down over the living room like type shit yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he's like what the fuck's here? Yeah. I'm like just Andrew's friend and he's like all right <laughs> yeah and then the power goes out like two hours later we get downstairs and he's talking to me like about my life and shit and he's like huh, i like you I like yeah you, kid. i i love marcus yeah like i've been cool. hanging out with andrews since i moved into that neighborhood in fifth grade yeah so like i have like some very fond childhood memories of like us being in the pool and andrews like marcus says like oh like something and dad. like little like fucking 13 year old anders is like shut the fuck up marcus and get us some goddamn pina coladas and marcus is like what does he do he comes back he with comes back with fucking pina coladas, pina coladas just like simping for his fucking 13 year old son who's disrespectful as shit but i love that dude yeah i love it i love it weirdest family yeah, dynamic they have a really weird i guess i feel like whenever they talk about it they, they just chalk it up to like hey we're from new york like <laughs> they're like we're not from around yeah, here for real <laughs> they're so fucking funny they work though they fucking work i like, love they marcus. just make it work yeah marcus yeah. as a guest on the podcast be impossible that would be impossible that would be we'd amazing. have to give him so much value <laughs> 
I don't, I don't know if we can get Valium. Like that. We'd have to get Anders to give him Valium to get it on the podcast. Father, son, podcast guests. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, four people. That four, us four, that is the worst and best. That would be interesting. Holy shit. If we all had a mic in front of our face and, and a set of headphones, we could go at this for fucking four or five hours. That would be really interesting that'd be so interesting dude and marcus a litter he's been around the world yeah what like what i talked to him for like an hour while the power was out and he told me about like probably every continent he, he described every continent because he's been there he's an interesting guy yeah like and then i'm like i'm going to school in arizona like which i'm pretty set on i'm pretty sure that's gonna happen because my mom fucking works for the school i want to go to yeah which conveniently your brother goes to yes. and all of my other friends <laughs> yeah. <are> there. <laughs> so, um, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, yeah, I'm telling Marcus, like, I'm going to Arizona, and he's like, oh, the fucking pits of the, of the earth or the fucking the dreads of humanity or some shit. And I'm like, what? And then he's like, it's a cool place. And, then I, and the way he talks is so what? interesting to me. I really enjoy talking to him because what he'll say, he'll fucking – Put down whatever you just said and be like, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. That's so stupid. Yep. And, then, and then he'll bring it back up. You'll be like, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, all right. I think that's the New York thing. Yeah, that's kind of the, that's kind of how he raised his kids. Too. Yeah. And I feel like yep. that's why we're confused by it, but it kind of works for Andrew and Nola, I think. Yeah. And I think they get it. <laughs> they must get it. Is Durst still with that girl, Alex? Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she's she's chill cool. I want to go up there and visit them sometime. My mom probably wouldn't let me do that. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> but um, I do want to... Uh, she's cool. I've met her. She is a feisty little thing. She, like, talks shit. Yeah, no. One time shit. I was... She talks shit uh... with me. Like, I was tripping acid on FaceTime in, like, January with them. And she was, like, talking shit, <laughs> dude. Like, to a kid that was tripping just to fuck with me. Because she knew I could handle it. Yeah. <laughs> But she's fucking funny. Respect for her. Shout out to Alex Colon. I was playing uh fucking Alexandra. <laughs> uh Rocket League with Anders, I think. Yeah. And he was on Discord and she was like weirdest relationship between the two of them. He <laughs> was like so. he was like, so. Shut the fuck up and she was <laughs> like, Don't tell me to shut the fuck up, pussy bitch and he's like fuck you and then she's like don't yeah. say fuck you to me and he's like oh no i didn't mean i love you and she's like no i love you baby but fuck you and it's just like we're trying to play rocket league and i'm like what the fuck is happening and the best part is he'll come back in the room with like yerba mate that he brewed for both of them and then they'll sit down and have a line of coke and have a great night <laughs> dude, so fucking weird then, dude it's so fun i love after his surgery he's like Fucking sitting in his bed, fitting on a group FaceTime with me and Alex Jazorski. <laughs> shout out to Alex Jazorski. He's a fucking legend. I love him. Um, and fucking, dude, he said he's on FaceTime. He's laid up, just completely laid out, fucking off the oxys, prescribed because he got surgery, like <laughs> medicated as fuck. And then he had other oxys that he wasn't prescribed that he was also taking to get more fucked up, but he kept losing them because he was laying in bed. And he's like sitting there just fucking groaning with the most agonizing perk rage I've ever seen in any human. <laughs> he's like, Where's my perk? 
Alex is an interesting character for sure. Yeah. Alex no, as a guest. This is Andrew's performance. Oh. This was Andrew's little oh, performance. Oh, I said Alex. No, Alex oh. was on FaceTime with us. Oh. Yeah, we were both watching Andrew's. We were like, Andrew's is probably underneath you, bro. I think it's underneath you. He's like, fuck, I can't fucking find it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. Durs does get like that. It's so funny. <laughs> well, that just happens when you take opioids. Well, you know, but Durs is just kind of like <laughs> that, too. Like, yeah. That's why that girl is so perfect for him, because she is a little inner city Manhattan fucking spit fire, spit flame fucking little fireball. <laughs> like, she goes perfectly along with him. Yeah, no. Because, yeah, exactly. That. He's like, shut the fuck Don't tell me to shut the fuck up. Fuck yeah. you. There's, dude, it's so funny. Her upbringing is interesting, too. She was so straight edge until really? she met Andrews. Yeah, she, <laughs> she did not do anything wrong her whole life. She, her parents were like immigrants, and they worked hard to get here, and they moved to New York, and they had little shops. And she, and New York is cool actually because for their inner city kids, they have really, really, really good educational programs for them. Like for the poor kids in the inner city of Manhattan, their schools are fucking awesome. So she had like the best boarding school like experience, and she got this awesome education. Uh, but she could not do drugs. She should, could never get away with that. You cannot get away with that in those in those kinds of schools. And then she goes to Bard because she gets this great scholarship. It's a cool school. They like love diversity and shit, and it, it's a cool place. So they love her. They want her. She's going there for basically free. She meets Anders, and then she becomes a wild child. <laughs> then her inner flame comes out. The inner Puerto Rican, the inner Manhattan, the street <laughs> energy comes out. And her and Anders, man, they get along so well. And they like they can fucking talk shit. <laughs> yeah, no, they're I, great. I've only hung out with her like a couple times. Yeah, she's same, chill as fuck. Same. The first time I ever did DMT, I was with her, and she was still talking shit. <laughs> she's like, "What the fuck are you wearing? Why do you look like that? Why do you leave your house looking like that? You're wearing those? What the fuck? You look like you just woke up. I'm in the middle of tripping on DMT for the first time in my life. I don't know what's going on." And she's just like, what "The fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you wearing? You look like a fool." I was like, Jesus Christ. And I step outside to smoke a cigarette with fucking Micah Britton and Austin Jazorski. And we're standing there smoking a cigarette. And Austin goes, man. And Austin also is on DMT. And Micah. So we're all standing out here outside in the forest in in Alex's house in his backyard. And Austin's like, JP, I have to tell you, man. I really like your music. I I know all the words. I know know a lot of your songs. I really (laughs) like it. It it means a lot to me. I I really like your music. And this was really heavy because I'm tripping balls on DMT. So is he. And it's like we're reading each other's minds. I know exactly what he's thinking. (laughs) And you know what I fucking say to him? I go, thanks for reminding me I make music, man. (laughs) 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 Thanks for reminding me I make music, man. That's that fucking weird. hilarious. And then I walk back in the basement to this little fucking Alex Cologne girl talking mad shit. <laughs> She's like, and then oh, she was she was on Riddle. Oh, dude, I wanted to. I'm, I'm. This is one of my talking points I wrote down. She was on Ritalin while she was talking shit to me, which I think is so funny that she just takes Ritalin for fun. Because who the fuck does that? My dad. Yeah, your dad. Your dad. Well, the interest interesting people take Ritalin <laughs> for fun. So then I wanted. This is one of the talking points I wanted to bring up. Ritalin is so funny. Well, no, no, no. My, my dad doesn't take it for fun. Well, my dad was prescribed he just, Ritalin yeah. his entire life. Yeah, so many kids same I with know. my yeah. dad. Yeah, so many his kids I know have been life. on it since, like, they're six. But it's, like, yeah. it, it's the same as me. Like, if he needs to get shit done, he takes yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. It's not like he takes it, like, every day. So this drug is really interesting. This guy comes up with it back in the day. When people used to make drugs for companies, 
they would make it in their lab, their personal lab, or maybe the company lab, and then they would test it on themselves. This is a foreign concept to scientists now. <laughs> they would make a drug, and they would fucking figure out how potent it was, and they're going to be like, okay, 15 milligrams down the hatch. Let's see what this, let's see what I just created. So this guy comes up with methylphenidate. He takes it, and he's like, eh, ain't shit. <clears throat> Give it to my wife, Rita. Let's... <laughs> So he gives it to Rita. This is actual scientific research he's doing for whatever company patented uh, Ritalin. I believe it was Pfizer. I don't know who whoever, whoever patented methylphenidate. So he gives it to his wife, Rita. He's like, tell me if this is any good while he's actually researching and writing this down in a journal and publishing shit. And she takes it. She goes out and plays her, her weekly game of golf. <laughs> Not golf. She plays fucking tennis. Rita plays tennis. Rita goes out, Rita and she just tennis. took a fucking fat dose of fucking Ritalin, and she's playing tennis, and she's fucking murdering people. Yeah, she's killing it. She goes, oh my god, honey, oh my god, listen, I made, I just, I had the best tennis game of my life. I, I've never played a better, I've never ever played a better tennis game. This has been fantastic. What, what have you created? And he goes, you know what I'm going to call it? I'm going to name it after you, sweetheart. I'm going to name it Whoa! Rita. Her name was Rita Lynn. Oh, shit. <laughs> No, no way. Yeah, dude. That's so that's sick. Ritalin. That's how we have Ritalin. And it actually fucking really fucks kids up these days. But, yeah. dude, actually, I mean, I don't know if it fucks kids up, but it's not ideal for a, a child early on into the I developmental think it's the way, stages. I think it's the way it's prescribed. I think it's overprescribed. Yeah, it's overprescribed. And you just, like, I don't think you should be able to have it prescribed unless you're, it's, like, really serious. Mm-hmm. Like, I think yeah. there should be a certain age. And I also don't think they should prescribe it as take it twice a day like it says no, on the bottle dude, i think no, they should no, be like no, no, no. when drugs, you need drugs to get are things, not working correctly in society like right now. when you need to get things done take it when you don't don't take it that yeah was, no exactly. moderation yeah like, that, that, that's what i talked about with barucha which uh, should we talk about him no 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 fuck that guy <laughs> yeah i mean i i almost think it's a good topping talking point to an extent it is it's interesting I don't know. Do we want to dip our toes into this too much? <laughs> Fuck you, Baruka. But we're going to talk about you. Fuck you, Baruka. Fuck you for grooming me, man. What the fuck? Who is this man? Have we not talked to you no, about this? No, I don't think so. Wait. You haven't... Oh, Baruka. I think we have, yeah. Maybe. All right, well, we've had... JP, the- you started off. I got to pee again. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know what? We're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stave off this conversation for a second. We've hit the one-hour mark, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. We've hit a good point in the podcast. We have a solid podcast in our hands here. I'm really liking this. <laughs> and when Wes gets back from tinkling, we're going to talk about Ashok Barucha. And I'm not sure if I'm saying his name correctly, but since I have an ego, I'm pretty sure I'm saying it better than anyone else says it. <laughs> um, Wait, what guy is that? Cause... So, yeah, let's introduce let's introduce Barucha. We call him Ash, Doctor Ash. We call him Barucha. Okay, These I are know all who things. he is. I know so who he is. He was our psychiatrist, yep. and when I say our, I mean me and all my fucking friends. <laughs> we were all going to the same doctor, Mister Feelgood, the Candyman, Doctor Barucha. Now, he unfortunately was very attracted to some of his patients and his line of work dealing with people that are mentally ill led him to uh 
have uh, a, a bit of an upper hand at grooming these kinds of kids because he's, he's, he, was, he was there for us and a lot of other patients when we really needed him. He also gave us the whatever kinds of drugs we wanted. It, 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 was, it was kind of like he was open for business. And it, he was a good guy. He was someone that I really I valued my relationship with him. And he, he, he would make it clear to you that he valued the relationship equally. And that was really important. So he, he, he had a faint, he had a good facade that he was a good psychiatrist. But um, yeah, he ended up trying to engage in some sexual activity with one of his patients recently and uh, got himself into a little bit of trouble. Um, but that's generally the story of Barucha. This Our is rats have big balls. They do. Oh, yeah. I was looking at them. How, how do you feel about my description of the Barucha story? Is he still employed? Accurate. Accurate. No. Yeah. No. no. Okay. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of idiosyncratic details about the story that <laughs> I will not bring up at all. I will stay away from them with a ten feet pole <laughs> for legal purposes. Yeah, he's a. Uh... But he's fucked up, man. Uh, but he got me. He got me a lot of good presents. I'll tell you that. He got me. I would. Michael Pollan is this cool journalist who used to write about food. He, I, I think, he wrote about like diet and shit, and like what's good, what's good to eat, and knowing your body and shit. He's he's a smart guy. He's well read. I think he, he went to some nice school. It's Michael Pollan, and then he and then he gets into psychedelics. He, he starts taking mushrooms. In his like later twenties, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Now he starts figuring out that there's like a whole another dimension to life and reality, and he starts like seeing things differently. So he writes a book called "How to Change Your Mind with Psychedelics," and it's like a New York Times number one bestseller, fucking great book about psychedelics. He put it out just like a year a year ago maybe, and um, and Barucha got me this gift for my birthday. I didn't even tell Barucha I wanted that. He had no idea. And then he get, he gave it to me for my fucking birthday. He scheduled the appointment on my birthday and was like, here you go. And I was mm-hmm. like, whoa. Whoa, man. Weird guy. He was a weird guy. Weird guy. He gave me lots of Klonopin and Vivan. <laughs> and Mirtazapine. He has good taste in antidepressants, I'll tell you that. He's well-versed in antidepressants. I mean, that's his job. But like the obscure ones, like you can tell he's he's kind of into into his job. That's why I, that's why I genuinely did like some parts of him because we had similar interests. Like just like fundamentally speaking, yeah. Like we like talking about drugs and pharmacology and shit. And we I'd be like, have you heard about this fucking mirtazapine thing? And he'd be like, yeah. Oh my god, it's so interesting, isn't it? And I'd be like, yeah. He's like, it's an it's an antihistamine, but it's also an antidepressant, and it like. It's a treat, it treats insomnia and it treats depression. And it's just, just it's it's really interesting and it's also psychoactive and it hits the same receptor that LSD hits and mushrooms. And I was like, "You want to give me a script?" And he goes, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> and then I walked out and I walked. I went and got a fucking thirty pills. So I got thirty sure. pills of mirtazapine that day. So that's just the kind of relationship that we had with him. And, yeah. Um, it was really cool. It was really cool while it lasted. It was totally legal. I'm totally diagnosed and prescribed all of those medications, and I took them responsibly most of the time. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he's going to be in jail for probably the rest of his life. It's really? looking like it. Uh-huh. It's looking like it. Because, unfortunately, there were some children that passed away as a result of his... Yep. Um, as, really? As a result of his puppeteering. There were some children that passed away. Wow. 
What the um, fuck? Dude, yeah, no. Yeah. That's they, he 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 was trying to suppress evidence against himself. <laughs> so yeah, the kids the kids ended up ended up killing themselves. Wow. Yeah. So he's a he's Holy a real supervillain. He's a real supervillain. Yeah. He's a really bad dude. And it's just weird to think that I was I would regularly sit a foot away from him. Mm-hmm. He would sit he would sit no closer than you and I are sitting to me. And we talk about the worst things that are going on in my life. And I had no idea that he did that to those people, mm-hmm. you know? I trusted him. I did eventually trust him. I knew that I knew something was wrong. I knew something was off. He's he's definitely a weird guy, but it seems like he genuinely cares yeah, about it. Yeah, people are so like, it, good at that, though. They yeah. have like a... And he was exceptionally smart. I, yeah. I feel like a lot of... I don't know. Like when people are really, really, really smart and motivated to do bad things, they're so good at doing bad things. Absolutely, all oh serial killers. God. Like all Edmund them, Kemper. Like, do you know anything about? Yeah, Ed Kemper? like we watch Mindhunter. Yeah, Mindhunter. Genius. And I also watch. I listened to a podcast about Edmund Kemper. He was. I mean, so oh smart. my god, probably what as was his smart. IQ? Like two hundred. Two hundred. Yeah, what the fuck? That's insane. So that lines high. up somewhere with Barucha. Yeah. Barucha okay. went to Harvard. He was planning to go back to Oxford a, for a second time to get like a third degree, like a third master's. Like he had so many PhDs. His curriculum vitae was so fucking thick. And he was like, I'm like, I would talk to him sometimes just about his life if I like wasn't in like a lot of turmoil. I would just be like, what's up with you, man? Like, how's it, how's it going, doc? And he's like, well, I'm living with my parents and like, you know, it's, it's pretty slow. I just passed my bar exam again so I can still practice. I was like, right on. <laughs> like, you keep practicing. I'm like, eh, should have bit my tongue, but... <laughs> Uh, um, he's like, yeah, I'm living with my parents. I feel like I just want to go back to Oxford and just get my fucking PhD in English just for fun. And I'm like, right on. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, do you, man. Do you. And, uh, I'm sure he was on track to do that before he was put in a cell. Yeah. You got the shit beaten out of him though, right? Uh, something like that. I saw a really disturbing email that he sent one of our friends mm-hmm. i don't know if you read that email mm-hmm. did you mm-hmm. oh my god so yeah he's a, he's a super villain he's still pulling strings and uh i hope he doesn't get away with it um i don't believe i'm involved in the in the case yet if i'm even going to be but i'm i do have i mean i don't i, I would probably say amount of involvement yeah. in the case <laughs> so i don't know i don't really i don't want to stay away from it i do want to kind of i would like to prosecute him probably yeah i do feel pretty bad about about lives being lost and also that was just a different point in my life thank you very much man that was a point <laughs> in my life that i i may i may somewhat regret a little bit but not really i mean it's just a different time it's not really but, your fault if you right. think about it he's just a weird dude yeah like so he's a psychiatrist, not he a psychologist. He's a psychiatrist. Okay. Yeah, I had a psychologist, but it wasn't doing it. I needed What's drugs. So the I difference? Him. What's the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist? And psychiatrists can prescribe, prescribe drugs. That's what I psychologists thought. Psychologists okay. don't. Typically, therapists are psychologists. That's another thing. People from my town, I know one of my friends who has run a psychologist. That's it. 
and like her life has been fucked. Her mom's like Carson. I told you about her. She FaceTimed oh me the other day. Her God, mom yeah. disappeared last year. Yeah. No one knows where her she life is. Sounds pretty yeah, fucked. her stepdad just killed himself a couple whoa, days ago. Her mom's still missing. Yeah. Oh my God. But she's the only person I know who's like ever. Yeah. What the fuck is up with human trafficking? Why is that a thing that's still yeah, going on in this country? People are disappearing. Ins- I should the- be. I should be scared. I know. To fucking, it's fucking walk weird. to the Unimart during the day. Like today. I know. When you said that you were going to go walk to buy exactly. a popcorn earlier, I was like, oh, I, I Which hope Bloomsburg, she's safe. Bloomsburg's like, different. If I like, I'm now I'm wired yeah. to think about that because I'm exactly. very close with women in my yeah, life. Yeah. And I, I know how they think. And it was it, when I first realized that women think with, with like more of a fear mindset, yes. it was really disturbing to me. I was like, oh my God. Oh my god, and I don't I don't crazy. think about that when I walk no, around. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. Anywhere I it's go, really... if I'm by myself, I don't go places by myself because right. I have something to worry mm-hmm. about. Which is like I'm like, oh, I'll be fine, I'm overreacting, but I'm not. Like this shit happens everywhere. Yeah. Like everywhere. Yeah. You never yeah. know when it's gonna my, happen. One of my I'll say like your older brother Quentin and Jacob are uh Jacob Griner. these are like my mentors in life. These are like my older my older brother figures. Yeah. That, that have given me a lot of wisdom, and I love them very much. Jacob Griner just tweeted recently that his fucking roommate went missing. Wow. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, what? People I, I know. Yeah. Dude, what? How the, fu- how the fuck are people going missing? It's just a sweet girl that he lived with. Yeah. And she's missing. That's horrible. And it's, it's horrible. so scary. Like, I Where read, are they going? I read Where about the fuck all are these people shit? going? Like, yeah, like Who's I, buying people? I follow these precautions. Whenever I'm walking by myself, I'm either on the phone or I don't. I have my phone in my pocket. Oh, wow. That's really smart. Yeah, yeah. On the phone. One of uh-huh. the like my main, girlfriend does that. I didn't yeah. realize that she was doing that. Whenever she's on campus and she's just walking around at night, she'll, I'll fa- pretend she'll to talk to my me. dad. Oh, my or God. Or I'll FaceTime Lizzie because huh. one of the main things they look for is if you're walking on your phone texting you're their main, like, you're their main, you're not paying attention to your surroundings. Yeah. So they're like, that's one of the things they look for. So I'm either talking to, like, someone who has authority or, like, my dad or, like, someone who could, like, know about the situation. Right. Or I'm walking with my phone in my pocket so fast, trying to avoid any interaction, like, with people. Because, like, you'll just be walking down the street or some shit. Like, when I would go in State College, because that's really close to my, like, town, uh-huh. I'd walk around, people fucking yell shit out their windows when they're really? driving. People say shit when they're behind you, and yeah. you're like... Like, and, like, it's I just freaky. turned 18, and I was, it's like, freaky. walking around, I'd be like, I'm 17 years old. I feel just really say shit. Weird. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. It's so weird. They do whatever. I don't whatever. know what's happening to people. No. I don't know what's wrong with people. I don't I understand don't how anyone could ever because, be like, like that. Because, like, I don't, I, I don't. Like, I you don't were saying it. you're acknowledging how compassionate we are with our friends, and then we're oh, not, yeah. we don't really think about how compassionate we are with each other. We just, yeah. like, we're just all just existing mm-hmm. happily. <laughs> Like, peacefully. Yes. Like, I don't think we know everything. It's not like we have everything all figured yeah. out. But we're, like, happily existing. Yeah. And I don't really have any qualms with anyone. And I don't I don't know why. That's they, why yeah. I can respect you guys so much. Like, yeah. more than anything. And I'm like, Wes is not like any guy I've ever met in my life. Yeah, and it's just so being. crazy that You're, it's like he's that. He's a special being. He's oh, the yeah. Only person that ever <laughs> gifted, special Wes being. is the best. He's the only person Thanks. that's ever gifted me a book. I did give you a book. You gave me a book, and I, I read a little bit of it. I, I've been meaning to read. I've been looking at it lately. I keep looking at my bookshelf, and I, I keep just looking at it. It's that a really book. quick read. Yeah, um, I flipped through it a little bit, and it it was it's a really fucking thoughtful uh-huh. gift because I get the gist of the story, and for what I was going through at the time, I was like, whoa, 
No one's ever given me a gift mm-hmm. like that before. And that was right when I was getting close to starting to get close with you and Quentin, mainly Quentin. And then Quentin started giving me gifts like for Christmas and then my birthday and shit. Yeah, and, we like, do that shit. Like yeah. crazy good gifts. Like Quentin got me some fucking really, really sweet gifts. And like we'll put thought into it. That's how yeah. I oh that's how I would God, always like, know. That's how I know Lizzie's my wow. best friend. Cause like she would do anything for me. Like Lizzie, okay, you don't know Lizzie. She's my best friend, but she's Lizzie's dating my brother. Dating your brother? Dating my brother. Whoa. The only the closest person I've felt in my entire life, Lizzie, is the best person I've ever known. Fucking I wish you could meet her. So she lives she goes to Pitt, so like that's why I was like yeah, we definitely looking need at Airbnb. If we fucking rented an Airbnb and went to Pitt and you guys can meet Lizzie, you could go meet Kevin did or you whatever. Say, did you say Airbnb? Airbnb. Yeah, I'm really Airbnb. drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Airbnb. Airbnb. There's some nice ones though. I was They're looking. Awesome. Yeah, nice yeah. That's the way to go. Oh man, I would love to go take a trip. Down Let's fucking do it. Literally, Texas. I was looking at them for next weekend. I'm gonna fucking go up. You can get like a. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but there, you can get like a three-person Airbnb for fucking like thirty dollars and like. Like, literally, like, Squirrel Hill. It's insane. All right. Yeah. yeah. 30? Oh, yeah. Like, 32 bucks per night. What? You know? Yeah. Are you it's, like, me? max. You can you get this fucking me? house. You can get a oh house in Pittsburgh for, like, $70. A oh whole-ass house. Oh, my God. Kitchen. Two bedrooms. Fucking two bathrooms. It's insane. Oh, my God. It's expensive, oh, my God. Are we really doing not... that next weekend? Dude, let's do it. Like, swear to God. I swear That'd to God. That'd be so fun. Yeah. Let's do that next weekend. If Kev would be yeah, so Yeah, Kevin, hard. and I want to see Olivia low-key <laughs> off the air. <laughs> Yikes! Uh oh! I wish we could play sound effects. <laughs> we could edit that edit in, in once we're more uh, fluent. Yeah, um, I don't have a problem with saying that though. Olivia's a very smart girl, and we have a lot of things in common. She's very interesting. That girl is studying uh, to be a pharmacist. Yes, she is. God bless her. Um, she's definitely she, an interesting person. She's really interesting. Her childhood's interesting. Her family life is interesting. Once you, I think that's the thing about our friend group is we study each other. Yeah, see, that's, that's what I do Other people. people don't study each exactly. other. I've noticed other friend groups that I've been around, my girlfriend and her friends, they all just fucking get in fights and then split exactly. off and hate each other. They don't analyze. They, yeah, they don't analyze each like, other. They don't I'm observe being, each like, other. Am I overanalyzing people? But I'm like, I want to like figure out... It probably coincides. It probably coincides with our drug use because okay, drug use yeah. can be pretty enlightening. Yeah, yeah. So I think we're all just fucked up all the time, and we're all just like thinking about each other. And you're thinking about. And we've everything. all known each other forever. Like every the, yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're tripping really young, yeah. and we're developing our brains. Right. And I don't know if it was the best thing for us, but we certainly. But you realize things that you bad. wouldn't yeah. realize before. Exactly. Definitely. So we're very compassionate. And then I'm worried. I'm like, am I like psychoanalyzing people? But I'm no, like, that's no. Good. I'm like, that's I'm good like thing I to just want to know. I think that is what a good thing made to you do. like how you are now. Uh-huh. Like, why are you uh-huh. like 
how you are now. That's What's the proper your personality? Way. How did it? You people don't know how to interact anymore because we use our fucking phones all the time. Exactly. Yeah. So That's once whole, you, when you yeah. sit down with someone and you ask them about their childhood and you want to figure yep. out how they act the way they act and they don't understand it, it's and like, they get you need uncomfortable to with it. I'm like, it's not something to be uncomfortable with. Everyone yeah, has a so unique like, lifestyle. Want to exactly. Know you. I want to uh-huh. know everything about you because yeah, it makes yeah, you the yeah. person you are. Did you ever work in a restaurant? Yes, I was. I worked in the kitchen and I worked as a waitress before too. Good. These yes. are really, really important things. If they Growing are important up where things. we grew up. Those are important things to ask people, too. If yes. you have a job, you say, what were your jobs? Did yeah. you work with people? Yeah, Did you, you like, have people. to interact and with people? And you fucking find out everyone goddamn knows each other. Exactly. Fucking everyone had babies with someone yep. and snitched on somebody <laughs> yep. else and deal, dealt heroin to you. Yep. And you went to... Fuck you, I'm Casey. Not, Yo, we get yeah. Casey Mattern as a guest yeah, on the Casey podcast. Casey Mattern, yeah, when he's not dealing with all four of his children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll deal... Well, yeah, dude. Oh, my God, yeah. Casey dude, would be it's all so... His kid is literally... Like his kids probably sick. kids at this point. His kids, yes. Um, well, they're all tattooed they're growing on his stomach, up. I believe. So <laughs> we should just ask him to remove his shirt, and then we can clarify the children's <laughs> situation. His kids growing up in the same room that I grew up in. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Wow. I, didn't, I didn't even think of that. Um, like the the house we were in, it's like this duplex. With so it's like a house, but it's cut in half. You know. Yeah. So the landlord's on one side, and the other half is yeah. what they rent out. Okay. So we were on the one side, and this was when I was like. Dude, it's so early. This is such a good podcast. It's so early in the night, too. I'm sorry. I just I was like, to say that really quick. This is going great. I don't think you guys should worry about the time at all. I think you should talk as much as you fucking want to. Because yeah, I think so, too. If people want to stop listening, they will. It's but if it's interesting, I can fucking listen. I could listen to anything for hours. If it's yeah. a topic I want to listen to, swear to God. The fuck was I talking about? Um, I don't know. You were talking so about, what was do. his name? Um, living know. in like the apartment. Oh, oh Casey, Casey Mattern. Casey oh, Casey yeah, Mattern. yeah, interesting guy. Um, super interesting guy. So I worked at. <laughs> so I worked at the, Chipotle. It's kind of he's the reason we know each other. <laughs> yeah, he is. No, he actually yeah, is. I think another thing that's really nice about this podcast is my signature thing is going to be the whip and voice. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Uh, wait, wait. Re give me. Re give me. I'm back. I'm back on track. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I start working at this restaurant when I'm 15. Oh, God. That's a long story about how I started working at this restaurant when I'm 15. Anyway, so I'm making burritos for <laughs> fucking Casey. And he's he's worked at this burrito place for a while. And I know the owner of the shop and the cook there. That's the only people that work there. I'm the fourth dude that works at this burrito place. <laughs> now, there's a girl that works there, too. She's stupid. Her name's Caitlin. <laughs> So I guess there's five oh, of us. Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard about her. Never worked with Oh, her. my God. Oh, I love working with her. She's hilarious. So th- this is where I start to become who I am today. This is where my personality really starts to mold. Yep. All the fucking Freud, all the shit, all the psychology yeah. shit that you read about. This is where I start to become who I am. I start working in fucking public food service. Yep. I'm 15. My dad's dead. I'm living with my mom and my sister. My dog just died. It's it's terrible. I don't know. I have no... I'm aimlessly wandering through life and puberty. And I end up in this fucking restaurant. And this guy, Casey Mattern, is the sweetest dude. He skateboards. We have a lot of things in common. He's chopping it up with me. We're shooting the shits. We're ripping chicken in the bin. I'm getting to know the cook, Bill, and the Hello. owner, John. I've known John for a while. And fucking John, he goes... Hey man, let me tell you something. Remember when you used to come in here and eat and eat burritos, and there's that guy named Marty making your burritos? Yeah, he wanted to fuck your mom. Oh 
shit. Yeah, dude, he wanted to fuck that's the shit out of your mom. Dude, we could talk about Mercado for like fucking. Yeah, yeah I think that's kind of the. I, that's like why we started a podcast. Yeah. Wait, let me see. Let me see your, the strings on your on your pants with the beads on them. Yeah. Did you put the beads on there? or Did you buy them like? No, they were they were already on. So okay, when I was in rehab, I got these scrubs, right? They, they beads. No, <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll t- it gets cool though. It gets better. Like, I'm, I'm listening. So I get these scrubs. They fucking strip you down. They take all your shit off you. I was trying to sneak in my jewel. This is where they they do that. I did get my jewel in, by the way. <laughs> I put it in my laptop. I put I took out my CD drive and put my jewel in my shit. CD drive. Fucking genius. <laughs> wow. And said I was cyber school, wow. so I needed my laptop. Smart boy. Inhale some nitrous with that one, motherfucker. <laughs> so I owned rehab, um, basically. <clears throat> Um, they put these scrubs on me and they sit you down and it's horrible. I was on, I was on this meth I bought that wasn't meth. It was cut with Molly and also something called PMA, which is like paramethoxy amphetamine. It's really bad for your body. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, it's a really, really, really bad drug. Um, so it was like a bunch of weird bad drugs cut together that I thought was meth that I knew wasn't meth, but I was doing it cause I was addicted to meth. So I end up, I'm sitting there in these scrubs and I'm getting signed into rehab, and they're asking me all these questions, like, what drugs have you done? I'm like, oh, Jesus, wow, take me down the list. <laughs> like, they had to do that. I'm not shitting you. They had to take me down the list. That's part of inducting you into rehab. They take you down the list. I'm like, well, lucky for you, I keep a list. So I pull out, I pull out my phone, and I read the list off to them, and they're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I have, we have not heard of more than half of these and i was like yeah i do a lot of drugs i do a lot of drugs and then they're taking my piss test and they're like i'm like yeah so I, i've been doing this shitty meth tell me what the fuck i've been doing <laughs> they give me my piss test back and they go well it's coming up as meth and molly and i go no benzos i've been taking a bunch of benzos and they go no there's no benzos in your bloodstream and i'm like oh, jesus christ I'm a tank, I guess. <laughs> this is literally me fucking getting inducted into rehab. I was all, it was also traumatic. I was terribly sad and horribly right. depressed, well, yeah, but I was no, having a great time with it at the same time, as much as I could. Oh, and that's when I realized that caffeine is the most brilliant fucking industry in the world because oh, everyone's yeah. addicted to it. And the I'm whole, addicted to caffeine. Yeah, the whole model for yeah. rehab is centered around getting you addicted on coffee. So you wow. sit around and talk to each other. That's interesting, So that you're not actually, addicted to fucking that. drugs. That's what I perceive, at least, yeah. because we had coffee out the ass. Yeah. And the, the patients make the coffee. The, like, okay. They let the patients make the coffee on purpose because they know we make it strong as fuck because uh-huh. we're all drug addicts. <laughs> like, dude, the adolescents would go down to the adult house and not shitting you. We would just go down there for the coffee. We would beg to have Germ. Yeah. Germ was this big fat guy that drove us around <laughs> everywhere. He was our advisor. Germ. Germ. His and name was Jeremy, but we called him. He liked to be called Germ because he's a fucking nerd. Interesting. He's a big fat old meth head nerd. He used to shoot up meth and Molly in his veins at the same time every wow. day. Stay up. I'm binging. He's fucking weird. So Jerm would drive us down to get <laughs> fucking coffee. And we would see the crackheads sitting around the coffee machine just dumping all the fucking coffee in there. And then they'd be like, it's strong enough. And we'd be like, yeah, let's fucking go. Let's go. As fuck. Let's go. Strong coffee. And then we're sitting around talking about all the fun we used to have doing drugs. Rehab was actually fucking great. <laughs> you I told not... me some stories. I mean, dude, it, it sounds stories, terrible, but at the same endless. time, dude, I was it only sounds there for like... 10 days. Because it's standard to go for 21 to 30. 
and I begged for 10 because I was just so I was just so I believed that I wasn't a drug addict so much that I didn't believe I needed rehab so I was like I'll do 10 days (laughs) (laughs) and they're like fine so I had like the best 10 days ever like it was so (laughs) fucking great I'm not kidding dude like everybody I met there was so cool like dude that's where i learned to meditate yeah i never even do. thought about it and it, then i had this one count, meditating on mushrooms counselors. oh my god never medica- was, on mushrooms. oh my god i've meditated on about every day like, i have to fucking meditate or i feel like i'm losing my mind it fucking grounds you i don't care what anyone says meditating helps i'm gonna anything. send this fucking podcast to my counselors in rehab because <laughs> <laughs> okay so in the adolescent house, it, it was so cool. In this little dome, domicile, and then it's connected to a cafeteria in the forest. Thank you. And <laughs> in Shikshini, Pennsylvania. Beautiful. It's like a Bob Ross painting. This place is gorgeous. And it's a little nice dome. What did I call it? The Serenity Dome. I explained this to you oh, last yeah, time we were yeah, here. Yeah. It sounds the, sick. The Serenity Dome. It's this big wooden dome that you sit in. And it's just about being sober and sitting in this dome in the forest with a bunch of people that used to get really fucked up and do a lot of fucked up things. And you sit around. I used to really hate NA and AA. I used to really hate the idea of this until I tripped like two days ago and thought about it. And I actually really like the idea of it now. Um, Also, the guy that invented AA and NA came up with the idea on acid, on LSD. Nice. Yeah, I just learned that recently. So I actually love it now <laughs> so i tripped and i thought about rehab and I, I came to love it and the idea of like all of us sitting around in the serenity dome and like the the adolescent house is cool it was like a little it was like we we're like it was like a little community they called us a community interesting yeah. you were called the community so there you were a new member of the community you have your scrubs on it's a little embarrassing yeah <laughs> Everybody's looking at you. The adults are having a fucking full-blown meeting, and the guy that is running shit is over there screaming. Like, they're fucking fully in, in the depths of a meeting. This guy's like, you want to fuck your shit monster? I see him coming out of you. I see him. He's coming out of you. You got to suppress him. You got to hold him back. You, you got to fight fuck? the shit monster. You got to. I see him dancing. I see him in your eye. And I'm sitting there, man. I'm like so fucked up on this fucking fake Molly PMA tweak. And I'm just like, man, oh, man, dude, I don't know if I can do this for 10 days. I don't know if i can do this like mom you gotta get me out of here like this is so bad and then it turned out, and then it turned out to be fine once i stopped like being high on shitty math oh yeah <laughs> and um and then i learned about this man i forget his name he had a ridiculous name he didn't have any Shit. fucking teeth in his mouth because he was a crackhead and he was 76 years old nice yeah then he would tell you, you have a shit monster. You have a shit monster. When you want to do meth, when you want to smoke a bowl of meth, when you want to snort a line of meth, you have a shit monster. He's, he was literally uh, Leahy from Trailer Park Boys. I'm not kidding you. He was Leahy from Trailer Park Boys. His whole mannerisms, everything he said, it was like that. Put the burp on the fucking... Oh, nice burp. Yeah, nice sound wave on yeah. that burp. Yeah, for sure. Um, but he ended up being really cool. And then there was like another speaker that came in that watched his brother die and we're just all sitting around drinking the fucking strongest coffee (laughs) and we're like zooted. My dad had to deal with getting his brother. Like when my dad's brother died, like he had to get my dad's brother and like my dad. Oh oh my God. Yeah. My dad didn't cremate him. But my mom's brother is his, like, they're, like, the top workers. They're the top funeral home, 
workers. They work together. So my mom's brother, who knew my dad's brother, like, still had to do that shit. Like, you know someone, and you have to do this. But, yeah. like, also it's interesting because if you grow up with this, it's, like, your perception of, like, death changes so much. You know, like, I... For sure. People are always saying sure. they're scared of death. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I feel like I'm not scared of death. I'm scared of fucking getting sex trafficked or, like, kidnapped. Right, 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 Like, all right. that shit. Death is not that scary. It's no. built into us. You don't remember being born. You probably exactly. don't remember dying. And it's death, like, is it that is... bad? Everyone dies. Death Every single person not... dies. Wow, that is spoken like a true daughter of a mortician. It is. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if that freaks people out. People no, it doesn't like, freak me yeah, out. It yeah. relaxes. It's just calming. It is. Therapeutic. It's like, and it makes me feel better because (laughs) I I think about it and I'm like, my dad has to deal with this stuff every day of his life. He has to deal with people dying every single day. He has to talk to their families. He has to deal with them. My dad, though, is the most positive, optimistic yeah, person you've ever right, met, met in right, your life. Right, right. And I get that from him. Like, I'm like, yeah, I, no, you're very I look bubbly. at everything on the bright side because it's it's just better that way. Wow, you know what I so mean? that's so beautiful. Like, I look that's at death so on the fucking, bright side. That's so metaphorical and yeah. beautiful. And people always talking about, like, people die young and it's horrible She's but cool, i'm like right? i'm Dude. like <laughs> i'm like that's but you lived your life up until that point like everyone dies at some point and when your point comes that's just meant for you people don't die for no reason do you yeah. know what i mean wow. Wow, wow wow exactly i mean i it sounds kind of crazy and i am no. very drunk right now but it's just something no, that great. i feel like Keep i need drinking. to talk it's like about death death is not a terrible thing it's, 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 it's well, living it's like, that's the common adversity it, that really binds us all together yeah and like whether you experienced it when you were young or not like you did i did i watched my dad die yeah. like i saw my dad's dead body and I think I, I listened to a podcast before where I this mortician was talking about like we need to like as a society be more okay with being Normalize. with the body exactly be with the body like grieve you're with the, the body. body. Are you talking about like I woke up midnight know? gospel? That show yeah, is good. Yeah, I think it is connected to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about midnight gospel. Yeah. That's that. That's what that was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm really glad that I had that experience because yeah. I remember the morning. My dad died. It was horrific. It was terrible. It, it was traumatic. I, it oh, was yeah. so traumatic. And I cried and everyone was crying. And it was horrible. And I remember every detail about it so vividly. But I was there with the body. like, And I was with mm-hmm. my dad in his final moments. And then I, and then I said bye. And then, you know, the normal right. proceedings of life happen. And then you become who you are as a result of it. I and I think that's, yeah. that's just what binds us all closer oh, yeah. together. Because Definitely. we all look at things on the bright side. Definitely. And, like, and what like, killed him was drinking and taking oxys. And, right. like, I, I'm, I am now, like, here I am becoming a man. Mm-hmm. And, like, once in a while I'll crush up an oxy and snort right. it. And I think, like, eh, I'm kind of like him. And I'm, like, <laughs> wonder, wonder <laughs> what. I'm sorry. It's not yeah. funny. That's just... No, no. It, no, but it, no, it needs to be laughed at because it's, it's the only way to, like, make a light of it and talk about that's it, really. what That's what's interesting about it. I felt like I've always tried so to make like you have light to overcome of that. I have, yeah. to, I have to recognize that and overcome yeah. that a little bit. Like, I don't really need to do that because I see, I see, I, I know what happens. So yeah. Like, I watched what happened. So and like, I don't. But it's like, it's like a fun once in a while. Yeah. Like, it's interesting because a lot <laughs> of my Oxy's friends... pretty good. Like, pharmacologically, <laughs> like, the fact that it, they discovered it is pretty cool. A lot of my friends have said, they're like, I never want to be cremated. 
which is yeah. like you go and you have the viewing. Mm-hmm. But like, it's interesting when you think about oh, that. Yeah, no, no, so give me this perspective. Just let my body rot on the street. Yeah, yeah, so no. give me okay. this perspective because I kind of do want okay. my body to rot on the street. So here's the thing. I Tell me about cremation because I think my grandpa people, wants to be cremated. A lot I, don't, of people I don't know why. Yo, one at a time. Don't want to be. I'm sorry, I'm getting really excited. <laughs> a lot of people don't want to be cremated. They see that as something that like, they're not comfortable with if they just want to be embalmed like that's up to them i don't know it's honestly i think it's a personal opinion it has i think it relates to like how you're brought up and how you do view death i don't know that's just something as i see it as a mortician's daughter like you make that decision (laughs) it's like you make that decision based off of what you experience in your life and as a person who has like experienced that their whole life i've seen so many dead bodies you wouldn't believe it because <laughs> that was just my childhood my dad would pull yeah. up the hearse to our backyard where we were playing with a body in it and he would bring a body back oh and he would God. have to go and he would have That's to embalm it or he wow, would have to man. cremate it wow. so how would you if would you rather be cremated or embalmed neither neither Okay. Yeah, no. Well, neither. I mean, over, over. Actually, imbo- I would like cremated, to be embalmed. Cremated over embalmed. Okay. Okay. I, I would like just, to be embalmed. I just think, like. Because I think there's a, there's a certain tradition to being embalmed. It has something to do with the colonial days, with, like, the army, it's with the civil war, and, like, and staying with the body. Personally, I'd rather be embalmed. Right. Because I see that. As a mortician You daughter, make my dad. <laughs> rather be embalmed. Listen, High my dad, my podcast. dad does their makeup. <laughs> my dad right. does their hair. He yeah. does their oh my nails. God. Yes, yes. Anything to make him. them. He makes them. They give him a picture. He does the absolute best he can to make them look oh, exactly like God they were. Bless him. And he's so good at it. He's had every single person he's ever had. He's never had a person complain about it. Oh my god! Because he puts that work in to make it so, look as normal as possible. Is he, what does he do? Is he doing like local people's deaths, or do people mostly? Come to him? But like people, he'll get calls from Florida. Okay. To come up there, he'll get calls from wherever it is. Is people, there any possibility he did my father's death? There's, there is a possibility. I don't know. A lot of people like to like base it off of Getting dizzy, what what funeral home is close to you, or like a lot of people go to the funeral homes that they know who runs it. Do you know which, where like, McEwensville is? What's that near? <laughs> I don't. Uh, it's not Danville? ringing a bell right now. Okay. Danville. Are I've you... been down. Through Danville. How so close are you to Danville? Uh, like, let me think here. How far is Lewisburg from Danville? Third, no, 20, 20. There's a strong possibility. 25 or 30 minutes. Okay, so let's say Mifflin County is probably like right 45 minutes from there. <laughs> let's say that. Because I'm right. like an hour 40 from Honestly, Bloomsburg. I think there's a strong possibility that your father did my Maybe. father's funeral. Maybe. He has a couple like Hohenstein funeral homes. Yo, again, like, can I interject is, for a second? Really yeah. trippy. This conversation's crazy. It man. is crazy. I know. This but is I'm, like, really I crazy. I like Because we both view death the same exactly. way, but from completely different perspectives. And, like when you think about getting embalmed. Kind of. Do you no, want to like, what do you think of getting embalmed? Like what is your like... What do you think of that? What do you think the people that are viewing you are thinking that? Or what do you want them oh, to think about oh, that? Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, just oh, think about wow. that, but think no, about no, it in a I've good way. I've never been asked that. I know. Yeah, That's why no, I'm think about it up. in a good way. Think about it in a good way. What are they... They're seeing you one last time, okay? 
Right. You're at your best. They I would do want your them makeup. To just they like, do your nails. They put in Right. I remember the last time I saw my dad. He looked yes, great. Exactly. He was all dolled up. And that's one final look of yeah. that person. Yeah. Which it sounds and kind I left of morbid, a, I left but it's a little not gift morbid with to him. me. I left a little gift right, with him. Right. Exactly. And I, I, yeah. And the thing about my dad. Though, I wasn't I just, actually supposed to see him. That's really? the interesting part. I wasn't supposed to see, see my dad because I was so young. Exactly. I they, accidentally, they left the door open and me and my little sister happens. wandered in and we saw my dad. I'm so glad we fucking did. I'm so fucking they glad we did. They ask the kids, they ask the parents if they want their kids to view oh them. Oh my because God. It is I've never even realized It's this. so heavy to see. Yeah. Because it's so they're heavy. not alive. I didn't realize but, what I was looking at. Exactly. I was looking at my dead father. Right. But they look so good in that moment and you realize all the things that you loved about them right. when they're dead you don't right. think about all the bad things oh you think about God. all the good things because they're there there like they're in front yeah. of you yeah and you're like i realize how much i right. love that person you're which not is thinking, why like, i prefer it. you're not thinking oh my god i can't believe you went out exactly. and he was drinking again right. oh my god i can't believe you took those pills oh my god like it's like everything i love about and him. The, the regret and stuff because a lot of people feel regret at funerals mm. like and after the death mm. and stuff they feel regret they think about what could i have done better mm. like mm. any of that my stuff. mom struggles a lot with that. exactly my brother struggles with or my dad struggles with that too because his dad's brother of course like went through that and he had to run the funeral he had to arrange everything mm-hmm. so you think about that but then when you're looking at them you're like i never realized how much i love that person because they're there in front of me now and you can't have that conversation with them but like you ha- you have that respect for them because you know you can't say anything to them. And they're just there. And you're like, this yeah, is the last It's hurrah. a lot to take in. It is a lot it's to a take lot in. It's a lot to take in. Yeah, it definitely is. It's very morbid. Wow. And you experience that time and time oh, and yeah. time and time again. Over and over and over. People, I see people, you, people you don't even know. Exactly. People I see people walk out of the floor beneath my home and uh, they're crying oh my and they're God. or oh they're not even God. crying they're just talking to my dad about like the arrangements that they want for that uh, person they put so much into it oh my god it's yeah. so shunned by society definitely don't talk about it at and people all. always think they're like oh mort- to be a mortician you have to be a freak like oh, no. you know what i mean but you don't my no. dad is the are you not like the person. sweetest person too exactly that's exactly. what people tell me they're like you're so sweet and i'm like i don't know there's nothing my evil dad about my dad that. is about like that's there's I got nothing that evil dad. about it i think that's no. why i prefer being embalmed because the Definitely. whole point of it is to just be with the body longer uh-huh. after it's dead it's like the one final it's thing a little fucking that you weird, have from but them it's and nice. you can see them and you sit down, and the funeral director talks about them, and you have a person come up, and they give a speech about them, oh, and then you dude. realize the impact that they had on you. Yeah, but and mine was fucked you. up. Mine was fucked okay. up. My uncle gave the speech about my fucking dad. Oh my god, this guy's such a dick. <laughs> no one likes him oh, in my god. whole family. He gave the worst speech. He had the biggest ego. He he had like a false certificate yep. as a pastor. Okay. Oh my god. That's he had a false certificate. He had a false certificate as a chiropractor as well. And my dad was nice. a licensed chiropractor yeah. with like a PhD. So he was like a shadow of my dad giving okay. this speech and it was so bad. It was so bad. He said all the worst things about my dad at his funeral. My dad and, and then, we were fucking outraged yes. afterwards. Oh, because I, I was can't baptized in that fucking church. I can't even imagine. And we walked out and we're like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Todd? I know. See, like, that's Like my the thing. Ho- my uncles, everybody just fucking ganged up like Todd, what the fuck the is wrong with you? The respect I have my dad from my like, from that was my a be- dad. that was the beautiful moment. That yeah. was the be- most beautiful right. moment of the funeral itself, is all the people that were willing to stick up for exactly. my dad. Exactly. And that does and bring for, something for out. Fucking Todd, who and, thinks he's the shit. 
Yeah, and something that, like, I have respect for my dad is if that happened at his funeral, he would step in. No matter what, that's his moral obligation. If it doesn't apply to his job, that's still his moral obligation to stand up and say something. And, like, he has these families that he deals with where they don't respect the person that died at all. Like, they don't talk to that person. But Mm -hmm. he will still go if there's zero people in the fucking mm. room he will give that speech for them and he will acknowledge them and it's wow. like something you have to respect wow. because it's like i really really respect that it, a lot of people I, a lot of people dying go unnoticed a lot of people just die and exactly and that's like that's like one of my fears is i'm not afraid of dying oh i'm afraid God. of dying without anything after that what right. if everyone forgets about me you know right. like everyone dying thinks and about being that lost. exactly dying and being lost and i think wow. that's why i like respect you guys so much because you remind me of my dad like you care oh, about people wow. so deeply where it's not just like surface level a lot of people care for people surface level where no. they're like oh yeah no, i really no. like them here's right. one good thing that's about what, them mm-hmm. you go deeper and there's people who actually have like love and empathy for you i haven't talked in like, a while but this shit's <laughs> blowing my fucking mind just, like yeah. there's just people who have we talked about this in one of my interpersonal communications class. Shout out Robert Greene. Yeah, we Professor We talk Green. about empathy. Professor Greene, I've heard and good things I about I said him. in that class, I typed in my chat, I said, I feel like there's a lot of people who don't have real empathy. I said, I see myself as an empath. Like, I, I was feel... told I was an empath yep. by Roberta Pickering. I was 12. She had yep. me over for dinner. She was drunk as fuck. This woman is schizophrenic, by the way. I okay. don't mean, I don't, I've diagnosed a couple of people already this mm-hmm. podcast. It's it's one of my great, great qualms. Me and, Quint, <laughs> me and Quentin share this qualm. Uh, I think it's a, a residual from meth, from being like manic all the time and di- diagnosing people to make ourselves feel better about yeah. our own problems. But um, who's I talking about? Or no, the, the Pickering, girl. Robert, oh, Robert. Pickering, yeah, pa- yeah. Pickering. So she, yeah, she's definitely schizophrenic. She has vivid hallucinations. Okay. And she describes yeah, you him. told me about yeah. that one, like, night so, yeah, yeah, yeah. something. So I was 12. She had me. I hadn't had, she's a high school teacher. I hadn't had her in high school yet. I lived across the street from her. She would have me over for dinner, and we would, we'd sit around, and she would get really fucking hammered, like, real drunk, and tell crazy stories, mm-hmm. like, mob-affiliated stories, where she, like, was cool with some mob boss that killed someone and he was like hey if i if you didn't make me laugh you'd be in the river with concrete <laughs> boots on what the fuck yeah i know and she also speaks german did you know that uh she fucking speaks german i think i did know that. yeah it's weird anyway so <laughs> so she's drunk as piss she's already told me about all of the fucking shadow people she's seen and the ghosts and the vikings in her room when the lights are off she's already sending her husband off to get another box of wine at the store and i'm sitting there with my shoes off in her in her living room in, in mrs pickering's living room and she goes honey you've got your shoes off and i'm like yeah and she's like why is that i'm like i don't know and she's like you feel comfortable in my home and I go, I go, yeah, I guess so. Yep. And she goes, I think you're an empath, honey. You are. She goes, do you feel, do you feel other people's pain for them? And you I said, too. yeah. And she said, I do too. I feel a lot of things for exactly. a lot of people. And I believe her, but she's a little fucked up in the head. She says some shit that's not yeah. right. You don't, but, know, you don't know her. Yeah. Okay, I don't know I her. Don't I shit, don't know her. Not right. yeah. She's a little off the, off the yeah. hinge. Off the, off the fucking hinge. She's but got like, some screws loose. But. That was valuable information to me when I was that age for her to enlighten me and tell me that I have feelings for other people and that that was different. Not that that was different, different, but that not everybody has that much. Not everyone feels that way. Not everybody has empathy like that. And this is, I emailed my professor like 
by myself and I said, I think it's so interesting. I read this in the chapter. I think it's so interesting that not you two and me, we are all empaths. And I just think about not feeling what other people feel. When you see a person, you see them going through something, I'm like, I have to help them. I know how they feel. Because, like, Most we of the care time I the same, yeah. about, like, the deeper parts of people's personalities. Like, you're like, you're like I want to know about that, and I feel for you. There's a lot of people who can go and see someone struggling, and they just pass through because it doesn't affect them, like, deep down. But for us, when we see a person struggling, right. we can feel for them, so we can go and try to help them with that as much as we can. We've also seen more of the, like dreadful parts exactly of you've seen dark and that's my thing we've seen why, darkness yeah why i feel like i can relate to you guys we've come from such different like we come from darkness we do because like i come from this conservative town so boring Same. people are like Same. fucking horrible Same. but i can relate to you guys because i've grown up my whole life having to feel for other people which is what my dad feels his whole job is empathy he has to feel what these other people feel and he does he's told me that it affects him in a Mm -hmm. big way because he's seen all these people struggling and he has to like deal not deal with them but like he talks to them like genuinely which is like i feel like that makes a good funeral director the people are like they're morbid they're like weird and shit like that but you have to like you have to have that ability to understand when i've run into funeral directors or like anyone that works in that business yeah they're really interesting people they're really smart they're really nice and compassionate yeah i wish you like you and west would love my dad if he sat down i would like to meet him he'd probably smoke with you off record my dad is kind of a drug dealer we're not gonna talk about that but like that was thank you for mentioning that yeah it's very interesting because and i'm saying this now because this is the first episode and you guys are from lewisburg yeah and i'm from a different different county i won't even say it now because like you know what i mean but like my dad i like my supply of drugs has come from him because which he doesn't know oh my god he's my favorite person (laughs) ever my dad i would go into my garage and i would see these big bags fucking mendo breath white russian and i'm like shit <laughs> he's selling this shit to other people oh my but the thing god. is he doesn't have bad intentions no way. he knows what makes oh people feel god. good wow exactly oh that makes god. him feel good so he knows like no what way. it takes to make other no people way. feel good no yes. way yes. oh my god Wes, Wes, dude did you know that you she was gonna tell me all this shit so you <laughs> had an idea to have a fucking podcast so she could no. tell me all this shit and blow my fucking mind it's just crazy no dude Oh my god, this she's so, just see, the smart. Thing is, she's just the coolest person ever. This is ever. what I don't yeah. talk about to That's other people. Oh like I can't, I can't open up <laughs> wow, to this wow. with a lot of people. I talked to Lizzie and fucking JP. We met three times you calling me jp by the way that's oh, really yeah. sweet <laughs> that's yeah that's, that's what i always say i'm like i'm like jp's I'm like, going I'm gonna over call you jp but like i can open up to you wow. and talk on this podcast wow. which i know other people will be hearing this maybe yeah. we'll, a lot of people will probably love I think, this i think a lot of people but, like i think easier. at least three people are gonna listen to this yeah it's at least three we're it's going easier. for three episode one three people <laughs> Those three people, you guys are our biggest, like, we love you guys. But it's, like, it's easier to talk when you know people relate to you. Like, you know how I feel, and you probably understand my dad, too. Like, all the shit that he does, 
he he knows what makes him happy and yeah. he knows how to deal with people and i yeah, feel like that's I something that you can that relate to I, like we, me and a lot of my friends resonate with those same principles yeah a lot. and it's crazy that, to me that you guys talk about this because right, no one has it's a ever, regular topic other than lizzie <laughs> no one has ever talked to me like this before like I can't for yeah, my going town, to college is a great thing. You it, get to meet a lot is. of people. If I didn't meet Wes, I don't even know yeah. what I would be doing right now. So like Wes is like that's I'm really saying, sweet. Wes I'm really glad you met Wes. So much. I'm really it's glad insane. you met Wes because I'm really glad I met you. Yeah. I think you're a really interesting oh, person. Same with you. And right? I think it's crazy because you can see how these things play out in your life. Like everything has a You sound meaning. like you're about to cry. I, Are you okay? No, I'm not. I'm just really yeah, drunk say, right I'm now. Give you a hug before, I'm <laughs> going to give you a hug before I, I leave. I'm, I'm really glad I got cry, to know a lot of these things like, about you. But like, I just want to say that like each part of your life, it's the butterfly effect. Like if this one thing wouldn't uh, have happened, like if I wouldn't have ha- like met Wes, I would have never been able to open up like this. Like I've talked, talked to Lizzie about this, but not to this level because it's something that like has to come from like far inside you like it's something you've observed i think this comes from like observing my whole life like i look at people and i analyze them i've analyzed my dad Uh i know how his life works and like it's just so interesting because like i fucking downloaded tinder (laughs) that's how me and Wes met was Tinder. tinder and i expected from tinder i expected nothing like just I was random guys. That's I was looking, the best way to use Tinder is to is. expect nothing from it. I my bio was that I was looking for someone to buy me pods. I, was like, <laughs> I wasn't looking for a that's relationship. That's how I used Tinder. I, I said, used Tinder. To, I used. I also used Grinder once to find people yeah, to buy meth from because honestly. gay men love meth. Did you yeah, know that? Really? Gay men love meth because meth makes you so horny. Oh, yeah, I didn't know having that. Having sex on meth is like a big phenomenon. Wow. Yeah, so gay men love meth. So if you need like a meth plug, <laughs> get on Grinder, and well, yeah, I won't go into the details. Oh, what the but, fuck? But like Tinder, like my oh, bio shit. was like, if I'm, I'm just looking for someone to buy me That's pods. The idea. Me and West match. I fucking text Lizzie, my best friend. The only te- person I texted to Lizzie about someone from Tinder was Wes. And I said, look at this kid. No flags, <laughs> I said, boys. look at this kid. And then she was like, oh, oh my God, he's perfect for you. I said, I know. Fucking, we meet up. Me and Wes say the first night that we meet, we're like, how the fuck did we not know each other before? Yeah, it, was, it sounds it's it sounds it's cheesy like, as fuck. Right. You like, guessed like, her middle like, name. You guessed her middle name. I'm like, do we know each other Elizabeth. It's almost as if we all kind of have known each other before. In another oh, line. definitely. I think so. It's like so. we've all kind of done this before. We've all done this before. We're just sitting around again because we're kind of meant to be. Yeah. How interesting. But Wait, like I need a three person. <laughs> no, I wasn't ready. Okay. One, two, three. Yeah. But like, how better. interesting is Let's this? Let's try again. Let's do it. Wait, but you did, you guys didn't high five. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. Alright. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, ready? One, three, two, two, three. That okay. was good. On that note, we should end the end the podcast I agree. at the two hour That's mark. Two hours. Shit. Everybody. That podcast, yeah, that though. was really great. If anybody made it the full two hours, I genuinely appreciate you. Um I say we start listener mail. If anybody wants to email in, listener mail, we'll say it at the end of the podcast. Uh, email at like uh, justexistingpodcast at gmail.com. I like this a lot. Um, we have an Instagram, Just Existing Podcast, and I think that's all we got right now. Hit us up on Spotify. If we're on there by now, we should be. Hopefully soon. 
And that's it. Thank good night. Much. Good night, everyone. I love you all.